What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Can't Take a Joke podcast. Today, we're joined by my very good friend, Jacob Jones. What up? What up? What's good, y'all? <laughs> what up, Jake Jones? Well, I guess let's just hop into it, yeah? So Jake, Jake, how you feeling? Yeah. I feel great. Doing real swell. Just got off a nice seven-hour shift at work. Jeez. That's always that, that doesn't sound fun. I do Parks and Rec in Leesburg. Oh, wait. Where? What facility? Uh, Bowling Park. The so, yeah, softball I, place. I used to do club more. Fuck Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, Are you still doing, like, the food truck? Nah, dude. I cannot do that any longer. That was probably the most, like strenuous work environment i've ever been a part of dude. like i've never been exploited more as an employee than i have there why, why do you, you say that? that they just have me in this little box like this little food truck serving food like all by myself working 12 hour shifts mm. it, and in the summer it would get so hot i'd read on the thermostat and there it'd say like 105 degrees and i'd be like yo I'd text my boss be like yo could we get a fan in here and he's like yeah and he just like doesn't get one so i'm like all right dude like i need to get out of here yeah, yeah, I can dude. I remember that. I came one summer. I went in to visit Dylan when he was working. And I just sat in there for like two hours, and I just ate all the food in there. He was like, "Yeah, do whatever you want." Where? Yeah, this isn't a food truck. Yeah, there's like two of them at this place, and they're they're not like the normal food trucks you see where people can like walk around and like they're big and whatever. Like they're super tiny, and so mm. you're just crammed in there with like two people, three people. You can barely move. County owned. No, nah, this du- this dude was like a private contractor, oh, yeah. so like it was his own thing, just oh. like partnered with the park. Well, dude, fuck all that. I want to hear about Backspace. Backspace. So Backspace is my clothing brand that I started last March, March twenty twenty to be exact, and that all came to be because I've always had a interest in fashion, but it really didn't come into fruition until I started like putting more energy towards like what I want to do with my life. And that really came when quarantine started and like coronavirus was a thing. And I really just had a lot of time to myself, just like being in the house. And I was like, all right, like, what do you really want to do? Like now that like you're away from school, you're out of sports, like you're not playing basketball anymore. Like, what do you actually like to do? And I was like, I like to make money, number one. And number two, like, (laughs) I like to be creative. Like I'll, I'll have a boss if I have to, I'll like work a nine to five, just to make some money but i enjoy being my own boss and having that creative control so that was the perfect place for me to start was making a clothing brand and so what were your first steps with that my first steps with that was honestly like sketches and doing a little bit of research about the industry like how to figure out what your market is and how to market social media and um, graphic design, advertisements, doing all that stuff. And I really have been doing it all by myself. I've had people that I've been able to talk to, but it's a lot of teaching yourself how to do things and not having a lot of help doing so. Yeah. So yeah, that's really where it started. Yeah, I remember when you were coming out with like the first sweatshirts, they were badass. Good looks. I I appreciate that. But I'm broke. I like how you said you like being creative. Like, I didn't even know I liked doing this until I did it today. I was like, wow, I'm kind of good at this. I like this. Yeah, and honestly, it doesn't even matter what it is. Just doing something and being able to call your own. And especially if you're, like, making money doing it, too. Like, nobody can tell you shit when you're, like... that's the point of it. That will be ours. Exactly. And you just have to have that, like, under your belt. And that way, I don't have to to go fucking pay someone to do it. Exactly. To make it yourself, because you're just learning. You're teaching yourself how. Yeah, I I own it, and then, like, I can... I mean, the plan is get good enough. I can charge people to make theirs. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, like you said, a lot of people have had time during this quarantine to take a look at... Intrinsically at what they really want and what they value... 
um, more so than just making money for the weekend and going out. And I think it's super important. I mean, I didn't even know, like, I love just sitting here talking, doing a podcast, like mm-hmm. setting up the audio. Like, I love that more than sitting around by myself making music. Like, I didn't know about that passion for podcasting until we just started doing it. And I think it's just about exploring and teaching yourself about it. So that's dope, man. So what's your next step? My next step is really just to keep pursuing my education. Right now I'm pursuing a four-year Bachelor of Science in Business Management, which really isn't my end goal. Like, it's not honestly a goal of mine to begin with. It's kind of like a security thing. Like, I feel like it could... Yeah, like, you feel like it could get you a job out of college, but then again, you don't even know if that's going to get you a job, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. I'm doing that while simultaneously just trying to be as versatile as I can and dive in as many things that I'm interested in as I can. So that way I can always be expanding my network and figuring out what it is I want to do and how I want to do it and coming into contact with those people that can help me get there. Yeah, man. Whatever it may be. Yeah, you just need to reach that one person who could push you there. Um, It's all about who you know, really. Yeah, and I see you, like, you're going into D.C. networking with other creators. Uh, Yeah, I saw that that shit, sorry, I saw that shit on LinkedIn. It was, like, calling all creators. Yeah, Yeah, I've been on LinkedIn a lot. What was that? That's um, a part of my blog that I started. I started that. I didn't know you did a blog. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I started that in October 2020. It really was just to build a platform where people can get more exposure, people that are interested in creative business ventures, whether it be music, clothing brand, like a podcast, stuff like that. I want to give those people a platform to find like-minded people, people that are interested in them, help build them, build them a following. Because I know what it's like to try and get your name out there and like maybe you don't have the local support or like maybe you're just trying to expand your network like get out further like outside of your own state kind of thing and social media really helps with that so I went and uh, built a little website just started writing reports on my friends that make music and then my friends that make clothes and do podcasts and stuff like that and it's still pretty small right now, but, but that's huge. Why are we yeah. not in business with this kid? So I was about to say, Jim, yeah, right. What's this? What's this blog called? Plug it on the podcast. Get everybody uh, vis- on there. Visionary Worldwide Media. Uh, you can find it on the Instagram, and yeah, you can apply for an article too. I have like a little questionnaire you can fill out on the website. You send us an email. One. I'm gonna apply for one as we do this. Yeah, I could probably write y'all one tonight. I mean, I know enough already. It's like <laughs> just like being here and knowing you guys. Like, I can yeah. definitely get you one there. That'd be tight. So you just kind of like write reviews on this blog or something or like just your opinions? Yeah, it's really just like a introduction of like these people and what they do. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what it is, I break it down. Recent things they've done in their industry. um, The people who are associated with it, first of all, it's like I want to get like people's names out there. Like most importantly, I want people to be able to hear something, read something that I wrote, and then immediately be able to type in this person's name and find them. Because that's my main purpose is to help these people see their dreams because that's that's what I'm doing. Hell yeah. You do it from like, do you do it for money or just like to create a platform for people? Right now it's to create a platform. I mean, I have goals of turning into something like, like world star or like double XL. They're like pop culture or like music blogs, but they also do like news and stuff on Instagram. So like they monetize it, but right now, and the reason I started it is yeah, just to make a platform for people like me. And yeah, I, I'm just gonna see where it goes. Just keep pumping out articles, making has, the slate. Better. Has it been gaining momentum lately? 
A little bit, yeah. I've been um, getting a lot more people out in Richmond versus just like Loudoun County, like because it was very heavily like started in Loudoun County. Most of the people. Uh, yeah, it's something we learned. I mean, we'll, I'll I'll post it like on my Snapchat story. Um, anytime we put out a new episode, was something we learned and agreed before we even did anything was we're not gonna like really tell anyone in Loudoun County. Yeah, because yeah. everyone in Northern Virginia just is just saps creative energy. They're like, you're doing this. What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah, I, I kind of feel that. But I'm not, I'm not going to minimize like the people that did support me, though, because honestly, when I started my clothing brand and when I started doing videos and photos and stuff like that, I had a very like, good amount of people who were supporting me. And they were like, yeah. hey, like I respect you for like doing what you actually like to do, because people also like realize it's not just like the people that are actually doing what they want to do that realize this, but everyone knows it, that people are holding back what they actually like like to do in what life. What they're capable of, too. Yeah. So when they see it, they might not do it themselves, but they appreciate it when you step out and like do what yeah. you want to do and like you're kind of a role model in that sense whether they tell you or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't like think of myself that way. Like I think of myself like a normal person, but I I know in my heart that like I'm doing what I actually care about and I think that's credibility in itself. Well, that's good. That's most, most, most people can't even say that. Yeah, most people can't even say that they, like, how many people can actually say that they spend their day doing something they care about or love? Like, that they're passionate about at all? I feel like not many, and that's really just, like, my ultimate goal, is to be able to, like, be older and say, I mean, it's kind of corny, but you want your job to be something you love so you don't feel like you're working. Yeah, Yeah. it's not corny, it's, that's the way it should be. But yeah, people, I wish people didn't take that as corny because it's very real, you you might like you can you can even make a bunch of money but if you spend all your time it's about time your time is your most valuable thing if you spend it all working and making money it's not even worth it a big house is not worth it if you don't have the time to sit in it yeah dude would you rather yeah on your deathbed would you rather have five more minutes or ten million dollars well, it's like what I was telling you the other day when we got all together it's like I would rather like with this podcast or I would rather make average money doing something I love and care about than like a shit ton of money doing something I dread every day. Because well, at the point, like, why are you earning that money? Don't you worry. Big yeah, things dude. coming soon. I know, we ain't going to say it yet, but we got some things brewing right now. Tortilla I'm, Company is going to give us $3 million. <laughs> to talk shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's proven strategy. We talk just enough shit, like people are going to go it. buy it just to see if it's that bad. Yeah, they'll and be like, that oh. spike in sales, they'll owe us money. But Yeah, and dude, I mean, as... I mean, not just us gaining more traction. With you gaining more traction on your blog, you're going to be opening up to like advertisements and sponsorships. And then you can be making money off of what you love doing. And that's what's huge about pushing yourself to learn the ins and outs. And especially having kind of that that place in media. Um, you don't have to travel all the way down to Richmond to reach somebody now. And you're writing about Yeah, them. that's very true. That's one of my favorite parts about being digital and being on social media and just having a blog is you are remote. You can work anywhere you want and you can work with anyone you want. All it takes is one email, one DM, one text message. Mm-hmm. Most of the, like, the people I've met recently in terms of business have been via social media and it's had a great outcome for me. Like I've met some of the, some of the people that have advanced me in my industry, people that taught me things that I didn't know before. You really just get to see life from like all different perspectives and you get to meet people that you never thought you would have. Yeah, that's true. It's, I think it's a huge advantage to be a part of it. Would you consider it like like everything you're doing, like your full-time job? 
Yeah, I, I consider it a full-time job in the sense that it's always on my mind. Like, uh, it's always on my mind, like, how I'm going to make the next step, how I'm going to upgrade this, how I'm going to maneuver this. And it's always an occupying thought of how am I, how am I going to make money, how am I going to network, how am I going to meet these people, how am I going to make an impact. And that being on my mind so much, it really is a full-time job. Uh, but I juggle true. a lot of stuff. Dylan's sitting at home jerking off. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Shout out Dylan though. No, dude, Dylan's a beast. <laughs> dude, I haven't seen Dylan in years. Dude, oh my god. Like I, there was probably a good year and a half where I pretty much just lived at Jake and Dylan's house. Yeah, bro. High school, that you were there times. often. Yeah, because we were smoking weed at the fucking lake. The no, lake, dude, before I, I mean, was even I smoking. Mean, I mean, no, we weren't. <laughs> wow. The lake was a oh, legendary yeah, totally, spot. Good bro. catch. Ah, <laughs> 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 Add in a beep. <laughs> we used to fish at the lake like every day. Like after school, we just pull up with the fishing rods there was and one get day, busy. Derek and I went down there for 12 hours. Pulled like eight fish. Kind of sucked, but <laughs> it was dope. Bro, like me and Did Dylan wouldn't even be there. Like y'all would just pull up. Yeah, there was one time uh, we went fishing there and then some woman called the cops on us. And the cops come and they were like, do you live here? We were like, yeah, um... Now we're with our buddy right now. He just went back to his house to go to the bathroom and just called Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, get down here. The cops are here. <laughs> oh, they came? Yeah, the cops were there and they were like, you know, like you're trespassing right now. Are you sure you have a friend here? Wait, How the is that police? trespassing? Like it's a public neighborhood. It's a private neighbor. Private. Like it's a private pond, I guess. I don't the know. The police came there. that night? Like the yeah. actual cops came? Not or just that like- night. When we were fishing there one time, the cops came because somebody called the cops and they were like, Yo, you know, do you live here? And then Dylan was like pretty much sprinting from the house. God <laughs> damn, dude. Dude, that's the HOA people, bro. Like they're oh, yeah. crazy. I well, ne- and the people in the na- in the neighborhood who call the HOA to complain all the time. Dude, yeah. imagine being like a middle-aged white person living in suburbia in an HOA just be like that's a whole click. They like, that's are a whole it different is. universe. It's because they got bullied in high school, so this is their <laughs> sense of power. Power drugs. Let's don't like take get that it. sign out. Dude, when I'm yeah. at my old house and um when we lived wherever the fuck we lived, uh we had 5 acres. <laughs> And we had a trailer in the back back of our five acres. We owned the house. We built the house. We owned the land. Someone complained to the HOA, and they they yeah. told us they told us uh, you can't have that back there. So my dad, being the smart ass petty bitch he is, he takes his he used to own his business hay for construction. He take he buys and ships a whopping. Hafer construction magnet goes to the back of the property and slaps it up on the trailer, Bruh. and he's like. What are you gonna tell me now, bitch? <laughs> it's business. That's a geese. So now they idea. couldn't tell him to move it. Yeah, that's awesome. Damn. They just get mad about everything, though. I'm like, you can have everything you ever want. They really like live such a good life, and they're like, nah, dude. In my girl's new neighborhood, they her, she lives right next to the HOA person. I kid you not. The other day, she was. It's it's townhouses. So you know how townhouses in front of them, they each have a little patch of grass mm, in, the, yeah. in the sidewalk, then patch of grass. Mm-hmm. There was a sign there that said, "Please keep off grass." She was out there fucking trimming it with some with scissors. scissors, like tiny scissors, and like not the not the like, yard. Like, I don't even know. It was like uh, it wasn't a saw exactly, but it was one of those things where it's like this. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like those eyebrow shavers. I know what you're talking exactly about. like that, but with grass. And I just looked at it. And I was like. What the fuck? First well, of all, she's that's like ball trimmers to the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I was like, first of all, that's public property. Second of all, Lena, feed your Crazy. cat laxatives. 
We're gonna go make them shit on that lawn. Some people, <coughs> some people have too much time on their hands. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. nothing but time to obsess over your lawn that way. Yeah, it's public property. It is public property. It's it's on the <laughs> sidewalk. It's on the road. It's not even her. Pro- Gosh, it pisses me. It pisses me. It's not even my neighborhood. Yeah. It's, you don't even live there. No, I don't. <laughs> it's so strange. I know, huh? But so I want to get into something else because you're into videography, right? Right. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So that kind of started simultaneously with the clothing brand. Um, I really got into photos and videos, mostly just being inspired by my friends that did it. And I've always been into that. I always liked movies, TV shows, and the cartoons and animation. And the best way for me to get into that was just on my iPhone. Don't be afraid to say anime, Jake. Dude, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I don't even watch anime. Anymore. Nah, I did. Okay, I, wa- I watched like a season of Tokyo Ghoul, a little bit of Naruto, and then I stopped. Like, Dude, dude. I couldn't get on. I was. He tried to get me in on an yeah. episode of Tokyo Ghoul, and I was like, bro, what the fuck is with all these octopuses? Dude, it, it, <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? shit got weird. Yeah, that's the same reason I stopped. But yeah, like I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was always these into octopi. Yeah, octopi. <laughs> Calm down, Jake. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, but yeah, here, that, that's kind of how that started. <laughs> These hands are geeky. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it all started with like a a passion for um, animation, photos, videos. I like mm-hmm. when people would do video editing too. People throwing their own spin on stuff. I like that. It's all it all kind of ties into having that creative control and being able to call some mine. And dude, I've checked out your YouTube videos. Like, they're fucking good. Appreciate it. Like, seriously. And, like, Thank so you're you. just going out to, like, Richmond, D.C. and just doing shoots. Yeah, I, I love you, the... Was it, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, what do you film? Hey, is it a vlog? What is it? A your, vlog? Your YouTube channel. Oh, the YouTube channel? I post my videography edits on there, and, like, occasionally I'll drop a vlog. I haven't been that active when it comes like to that. It's like urban exploration edits almost. Is that Yeah, fair? basically, because... Honestly, I just try to mix it up by traveling a bunch because I love to travel and like see see new shit. And I'll take clips everywhere I go. I'll bring my camera, and most of my videos are just compilations of clips that I take like throughout my day to day life, just going doing shit with my friends. And that's what it is, dude. Being able to capture every moment like that, I think that's, that's yeah the dope thing about cinematography, videography. That's my favorite part because I think about that all the time. In this day and age, people aren't taking a lot of photos and having them printed out. It's all digital. But then they get a yeah. new phone or they get a new computer and it's gone. And I'm like, where is my shit going to be? So yeah. I post it on YouTube or Instagram or something where I hope it will last forever. It will. And I mean, you you have the knowledge and the technology to be able to edit all that the way you want. So you can remember it the way you want. I think that's cool. Because if I pull up my phone, go through my Snapchat memories or just my screenshots, like... Yeah, that was a good time. You actually get to make an experience out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. That's I love to do that. It's definitely one of my favorite uh, like businesses that I have is the videography. So when are you getting the POV skydiving? Dude, skydiving would be lit. I've oh, been, you never been? No, I, have, I, haven't. I haven't either. But I want to do that. Has anyone Fuck, been? Dude, let's go nope. today. <laughs> dude, we should book that. My mom would kill me, but I'd be down to skydiving. Not if you die first from skydiving. Yeah, if you die. True. Yeah. (laughs) Skydiving kills me. (laughs) Dude, that would be crazy footage, though. Tell me me that wouldn't be fire. Right? That would. The only thing, the only reason I don't want to go skydiving is because, like, I think it's your first five to ten times you have to do it, like, 
in tandem with a, an instructor. I'm cool yeah. with that. No, I don't honestly, want to do uh, dude, I don't want to do that shit on my own. Are you kidding me? Dude, I don't want to pull it. I don't want to pull the string. Hell no. I want to pull that. I want to do a barrel roll like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible and just. I don't think gravity works that way when you're falling. Yeah, dude. Haven't you ever? What do you mean? They, they recommend you don't do that. Like you're supposed to just stay like yeah, this, and when you pull that, then you can. Yeah, yeah, you're like, like a flying squirrel. Like, yeah. That's to create <laughs> like air resistance, so no, you go slower. I know. I'm telling him though, he's not gonna be doing flips. My ass as he's you. falling. You know what we should do is we should get on a plane, and throw the shoots out, and go chase them. The what? That's hard. You you throw your pair. There's people that go and throw their parachute oh. out of the plane, wait like ten seconds, and then go out after it. Yeah, no. What do you Jake. mean there's people? Who does that? Who, who fucking crazy people, people bro? People with a death Adrenaline junkies. <laughs> I wa- Adrenaline junkies. I, yeah. I saw a video on YouTube. I can't even remember when it was, but this dude threw a fucking couch out, and then he went and chased it, and he sat on it while he was falling. <laughs> <Couch? laughs> bro. Dude, like the, uh... And he was sitting there. They created, and then they had other skydivers videotaping it, but he was sitting there like this, just chilling on the couch while he was fucking falling it. Just incredible velocity. Dude, what's that? It's like the super iconic black and white old movie of the guy riding the missile. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know um, what I'm talking about? Where he's riding it like a, with a lazzy a cowboy hat on. Dr. Strangelove? Is that the movie? Doctor Strange, oh, is that, I, is, I just think you're an no, idiot. I know, no, I know exactly. People know what I'm talking I know, about. I know what you're talking about. He's riding a missile movie. like a rodeo. Yeah, yeah. He down. like has his hat on. It's not like down. it's it's from an old movie. He's not actually. Yeah, I think it's I think plan. it's Doctor Strange Love. I think somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Dude, I feel like Doctor Strange Love came out in the eighties. Jake, if you could have a what? superpower, what would it be? It was like the '60s, bro. If I could have a superpower, probably probably invisibility. Because then you don't, you don't have to take accountability for anything. Doctor Quinn and medicine woman. Dude, yeah, if I was invisible, I wouldn't have to do shit for the rest of my life. Um, Bro, like, nobody knows what you're up to because you're fucking invisible. You can't get taxed. <laughs> the government, the can't, government can't tax you. <laughs> just go off the grid. You just be invisible for life? Oh yeah, is it like something you can turn off? Turn on and turn off? Yeah, you turn it off and on. Yeah. Well, of course. What do you like? Hit a switch? I'm already it, it wouldn't be worth it if you're invisible forever because then no one right. would know you exist. You just think so really saying. hard. Like any what? Yeah. You I wonder if hard. that's what yeah. ghosts feel like, and that's why they're such dicks. Ghosts? You yeah. got ghosts? Yeah, I got ghosts, bro. Dang. What? Goats? Ghosts. ghosts. I thought you. Okay. The first time I thought you said ghosts. Second time I thought you said ghosts. He has ghosts. Alex, what would your superpower be? I feel like we've been over this. We we've, we've talked about this. I don't know. I'm torn between a lot of things. A lot of me wants to fly. Would it be? T- would it be to be taller? No. Why are you gotta be a dick about it? <laughs> Would you like to lose thirty pounds? Whoa! Already Whoa. did. It's getting hostile. If you guys, if you guys saw Andrew, you could tell he didn't lose thirty pounds. I did though, bro. It's gone. If you can caress your belly like your that, mom you can, can actually see me without a shirt on now. My mom doesn't want your tiny penis near her. Okay. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. This is just the typical descent. Well, what happens normally is I cook Alex for being short, and then he can't think of anything because I can't think of anything. So he comes back at me for our, my weight, which I'm whatever. And then I like how he said he cooks me for being short. All of it just goes. Would you be taller? That's it. that's his punchline <laughs> for every single time. It's nothing else. No, it's not. I asked you if that was what your superpower would you be. You haven't made a clever short joke in a minute. Probably since like the first month we started. How's this. the weather down there? Alex, get off your short horse, okay? <laughs> short horse. All right, lay off. Calm I'm down. So, I'm sorry. You, you told me to find a good no, short No, drink your, drink your drink. Drink your drink. I did. It went down really bad. Good. I'm glad. I'm sorry. I love you. I just get angry sometimes. I bought you an energy drink and everything, bro. Yeah, you did. That's you're gonna, true. And you're going to hurt me like that? Well, yeah. We're on a podcast called Can't Take a Joke. Mm. We always get hostile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why it's called that. Yeah. We start cooking we, each other. Then they're like, wait. 
Uh, you don't say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way we actually came up with the name was we kept insulting each other and we kept getting offended. I getting think, mad. I think Andrew said it to Jake and Jake was like, dude, what? Like we were all drinking and Jake got legitimately hurt and he got quiet. And Andrew's like, you can't even take a joke. And at that moment, we all looked at each other and we were like, Google that right now. See if it's taken. Now that's true, but I think it was the other way around. I'm pretty or, sure Jake said it. And you got butter? I don't know. I was drunk. Yeah, probably. We were. I take things too seriously. Yeah. It's all good, man. But yeah, YouTube, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, funny how that circled back. We, we digress. Um, wait, I, well, I wanted to ask you, and then fucking he called me fat. Um, do you have a following <laughs> on YouTube? On YouTube? No. Yeah. Everything is small. He like, will. Like, I'm not going to cap and be like, oh, yeah, like I'm YouTube famous, or like I'm lit, I'm this and that. I'm, uh-huh. I'm just. I'm lit. <laughs> no, like it's not even like that. We're going to plug your link in the description. We're going to plug Backspace. We're plugging Worldwide. What's your YouTube channel called? It's just my name. It's Jake Jones. Just Jake Jones? Jake Jones. Yeah, bro. We got a YouTuber coming on on, on Thursday. Word. It's cool. Is he yeah. a cool guy? Yeah, I don't know. Never met him. We'll meet him, him. when he sits down. <laughs> You'll yeah. meet him? You haven't met him yet? Yeah. I think he's going to create an episode out of it for his channel. Yeah. But you should collab. I, yeah, we'll put you in contact. Ushindi put me in contact with him. I don't, even really know, I don't even know him yet, but... His name's Terrell Fry. Terrell Fry. I don't know Terrell Fry. I, I know he's around here. He's in... I don't know. Whatever. Dude, I know a guy named Terrell in, in elementary school. You know Brendan? Brendan kicked this kid in the balls so hard that he broke one of them. He and broke his ball? This kid Tyrell only has one ball now. He popped it? Dude. I, just, I, just, I can't fucked. forget that. Because it's just like... That's so, why'd he kick him? I don't know. Did he deserve to lose a ball, though? I don't think so. Like, I don't think what, anyone what warrants it. losing a ball? I think if you're a pedophile, you don't if deserve. If you're either. a pedophile, yeah. you don't deserve either. You don't deserve either. But if you're just like a regular guy and you made a mistake, then no, you should be able to keep him. Dude, I'm all here for chemically castrating. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you said yeah. Um. So. Something I didn't know about you until we were talking the other day. You used to live in New Hampshire. I did. New Hampshire. I did. I lived Till in New when? Hampshire. Did they say that? I don't know. <laughs> did I you guys have uh, water fountains? Yeah. What do you guys did, do up we there? We called them something else. <laughs> you already know what we called what you, them. What do you call them? We we call water fountains bubblers in New Hampshire. Hey, actually, no. We'll come back to that. I have a question. He kept telling us to call you Marcus. What the fuck? Okay, does yeah, that no, mean? I totally forgot about. Oh, this okay, guy. I got you. Why is it Marcus? So, it's Marcus. You see it on the cup right here. It says Marcus D. That's okay. because me, Jake, and my brother used to play this game called Wizard One Hundred One. Used to get probably. Three what do you mean weeks this ago? game? We're like nobody knows what that amongst is. Amongst men, I'm saying like we used to play it religiously. Now it's just like less religious. Was your name Marcus? Yeah, it was Marcus Darksword. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, wait, 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 why are you laughing? Yeah, why are you laughing? You don't understand like how name. fucking... <laughs> why are they laughing? Dude, we're in the top percentile of wizards, okay? <laughs> I wasn't just like a normal player. Like, we no. were different. Dude, oh, I'm sorry. Let me Jake, just suck your dick really Marcus, quick. Yeah. yeah, you should. Marcus was a death wizard, okay? I don't know what any of those words are. Yeah, exactly. And Dylan <laughs> you wouldn't a, understand. a fire <laughs> wizard. I'm sorry, named, I'm a couple episodes behind. Named Luke Skullwalker. <laughs> Dude, you should be... I'm sorry, I forgot. I, I asked. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be sorry. You should just download Bro, the games. Real ones know what's guys. good. I'm not going to do any Dude, of that. Dude, I am like a fucking... What is it? I don't know. Whatever max leveled storm wizard I am. But I'm actually God and it's so empowering. <laughs> it's a God were, complex. Were you, were you guys, <laughs> it really is. Christ. Were you guys like top ranked or some shit? Pretty much. Or you, you just I'm, think I'm you not, were top ranked? 
Um, I am, I'm not going to lie. I'm not top ranked. Like, if I, I went on the leaderboard, would I see number three, Marcus Longsword? You'd see number two. <laughs> I'm for sure within the top 100 players. Dude, he made, like, he, eighth place in some Modern Warfare leader, leaderboard, and he, like, talks about it to this day. Dude, 64th Worldwide Black Ops 2 Search and Destroy. Black Ops 2 is the greatest Call of Duty of all time. I don't even Fucking care. Why not first? It's better than MW2 and 3 first. and Black Ops 1. It's better than all of them. It's, it is better than all of them. Uh, MW3 is not as good as Black Ops 2. That's a hot take you're going to hear here first. It's definitely not. People try to argue that all the time. I don't even understand it. It's, it's just not. Dude, you don't have the Swarm. You don't have the Canine unit. You don't have Hijacked. Everything was just so clean on Black Ops 2. And Avenged Sevenfold does all the music. Please. I saw you ranting about that on your story the other day. I was drunk and I deleted that as soon as I saw it the next morning. What did you just? You, you were ranting on Snapchat about yeah, this. Yeah, he was. He was walking yeah. around his basement. Like, I, 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 no. <laughs> I, I hopped on Modern Warfare to play with Sam, and there was like a zombies theme, but it wasn't the so the zombies theme song, like the iconic. Yeah, that's Treyarch, though. No, it's not. That's Not Ready to Die by Avenged Sevenfold. And it's well, the bridge of the song, which is the piano solo, and then it's looped over. Bro, he's getting yeah. mad right now. I am, because I Avenged Sevenfold's my favorite band. And then <laughs> whatever... <laughs> dude, they did some like terrible <laughs> remix of <laughs> it for Modern Warfare, <laughs> and it's just bad. And it made me upset. Yeah, that's my tangent. That was Snapchat-worthy? Back to Jake. No, it wasn't. I was drunk. You guys had just left, and you all left <laughs> fucking yeah, like, was- a quarter of a bottle of Jose Cuervo here. You let okay, you told us. You to. said no. You literally said, "Do you guys want to take another shot?" We're like, "No, we gotta leave." And you're like, "I'll just drink all of it by myself." And we're like, "Okay." <laughs> and we're like, "Okay." You and I, I was kidding. And I don't see it here yeah, now, so it's gone. <laughs> That's how the Snapchat story came to be. And so yeah. we left, and we left him alone, and this happened. Okay, now we can get back to New Hampshire. So and, and now <laughs> this New episode Hampshire. is going to be all over the place, people. Yeah, I forgot we were even talking about that. Yeah. You said bubbler. What the fuck's the matter with you? Dude, we said a whole bunch of stuff. Did you guys say you. pop up there too? No, that oh. we didn't do that shit. Cola? You want some pop? Who says pop? That's well, like Canadians. Some pop, Anybody some up cola. north in Chicago? Yeah, that's they like, Mich- like Michigan, yeah. Wisconsin. Up by the Great Lakes, they all say pop. Yeah. So yeah. It's soda. It's soda, you fucking morons. It's <laughs> atrocious how, how poorly I know American geography. Like I don't know. You have a globe right here. Immediate- yeah, Wait, yeah New Hampshire is up there. You're right? No, at, I know where New Hampshire like, is. Like, like, yeah, the below me. Yeah, we got the globe, bro. Yeah, look at look the globe. at our trinkets. Look, this is a Galilean thermometer, but you don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that means, but we have it. <laughs> Doesn't this have to do with like? No, I, I actually, one measures Celsius, one measures Fahrenheit, yeah. one measures uh, I know how it Kelvin, works if and you one measures like, if you want the scientific it's approach. Yeah, like so y'all are like geniuses? Kind of. Like yeah, a, I'm kind of God. I bought it at a museum nope, once and I was like, not. that's fucking dope. But basically, each one has a different um, um, not dis- uh, solution in it and it, it'll rise and fall based on the temperature. So, And then there's different ways to measure it. Like the one on the top. If all three are on the top, the one to the lowest is what the temperature is. If all of them are on the bottom, the one floating is what the temperature is. And then in between, there's a bunch of other shit. But it, the, its room temperature changes the temperature of the water, which changes the temperature on the inside of the little balls, and they rise and fall based off that. If commercial kind of jetpacks were a thing, would you get one? What the fuck? I was trying to be yes. science. Talking about his globe. Nobody can science. see it. Nobody knows he was talking about talking his trinket. About. He was trying to I brought talk this today about his globe. So I can fill this table up with trinkets. You don't even care about his globe. Could you be any more inconsiderate, honestly? Well, I could be if we had fucking cameras so people would see what the hell we're talking about. 
He just described Search a it. Galilean thermometer. <laughs> We're going to have cameras, bro. I'm I guarantee you one. everyone's pulling out but their no, fucking dude, phone seriously. right now. Jake, if you could get a commercial jetpack. We're trying like, to talk about New Hampshire. <laughs> I hear a buzzing. I hear a buzzing. I okay. hear a buzzing as well. Now, bubbling. Bub- continue. How was it in New Hampshire? It Why'd was, you leave? Was it cold? Probably. Yeah, it was cold in New Hampshire. <laughs> I lived there till I was going into sixth grade. That's when we moved. And it was cold in New Hampshire. It was really old, but all my mom's side of our family is there. So that's basically like who I grew up with. My cousins are there. My aunts and uncles, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I went to elementary school. And my brother was in middle school there. Was it your little cousin who used to beat the shit out of us? What? Um, yeah. Well, no, that might have been um, our neighbor, Brayden. The little guys. blonde kid. He beat you guys yeah. up? Yeah, that's the one, dude. I thought that was your cousin. No, nah, he was our neighbor. But yeah, we, I lived there like basically all my childhood. And he then, beat you with baseball bats? I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, Jake. Oh, finish. my God. I mean, dude, I don't care. I do. I don't driving. care about a thing that comes out. No, because I just remember all this shit now that he's talking about it. Like I would just go over to Dylan. This little kid would chase me around with like a fucking baseball bat, like trying to beat the shit out of us. I would too. <laughs> well, have you seen yourself? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Can't take a joke. <laughs> what? What? I just I, I can't think of something to say back to that. <laughs> <laughs> you got so upset. Anything you literally just straight up just checked your cup. You're like, no, I'm empty. <laughs> is my answer in there? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I Where's my rebuttal? Uh, it's not at the bottom of the cup. It might be at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> I guess you better find out. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm not alcoholic. Like the answer to your problems? Okay, but I really want to know, why do they... You said a water fountain's called a bubbly? Bubbler. Bubbler. Why? There's no fucking bubbles. That's what I, I was Dude, say. I couldn't tell you, but like that's all I knew growing up. And we did other shit too. We'd say a uh, carriage instead of shopping cart. It's like calling a flamethrower a, a fucking hose. Mm. A water hose. Uh, <laughs> what? No, it's not. Yes, it is. I don't know. There's that's no bubbles saying. in you're a kinda, water you're, fountain. You're There's kinda, no water in a flamethrower. Why don't you just call it a flame hose? No, you wouldn't call it a because water Because it's hose. still a flame. No, but he said carriage. Okay, that's if we're cart- talking about flame hoses, let me talk about fucking jetpacks. No, we're talking about... Co- <laughs> no. I'm still Imagine I'm still if you can get... Ham- the same way you can get an M just printed on your driver's license to get like a motorcycle license. Thank what you if you could get a little J on your driver's license? For jetpack? Like a commercial jetpack. Is that where you wanted to go with this? Yeah, that you're, was my whole point. What if we could get jetpack licenses? Well, I, I definitely get. One. I don't think it'd work in New Hampshire because it's too cold. <laughs> Dude, there's far more colder places than New Hampshire. You've just never been in New Hampshire. Like your heart? I got a pretty warm heart. Why did it just get so deep? Because I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> if Andrew can hate me for no reason, I can love him for no reason. Only reason there are this no podcast exists is because of Alex. <laughs> if the two of us had a podcast I'm together, drunk. it would just be fucking arguing. It would be arguing. <laughs> yeah. And then it'd be it'd last like an episode and a half, and then the half of that episode you'd hear us break all the equipment and we choke each other <laughs> you out. You're bashing, just hands and then we'll come out. We'll come out with a third little trailer. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> we now destroyed all our equipment, so we will not be posting anymore. <laughs> We're Thanks all, for the support. So thank you for the support, Jake. Let's say fucking like Nikon or something it sees you, and they're like, "Yo, Jake." Who the fuck's Nikon? The camera. camera the camera company. They're like, yo, Jake, we're going to give you $100,000 million. We want you to go Damn. travel the world for a year or two. Just filming. Film your experience. Film the people you meet. Film the environments, the animals, everything. Where would you want to go? Where would you want to start? 
I'd have to hit every continent. S- starting somewhere I haven't been. Mm, I'm going to spin the globe, and wherever I put my fingers, where are you going to go? Be I careful. Did, last time dude, it was North just, Korea. Last time it was up. North Korea. <laughs> Yo, I'd hit Europe first. Holy shit, dude. You're going Cliché. to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii? Yeah, you're going to Honolulu. Dude, that'd be lit. Honolulu. Dude, I see pictures of Hawaii <laughs> on Instagram, and she looks crazy. Yeah, it's so let me do, let me give it to you straight. Oh, Andrew's been. Wait, you know there. something about Hawaii? I was a native of Hawaii for about seven days. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were about to say like seven years. I thought he was going to say no. that too. I was like, when? I was getting real pissed off by all the non-natives, the Howleys. They just didn't <laughs> <laughs> The non-natives. But like, so I lived there for about seven days. Um, okay. I got a lot of culture. Um, and, you know, I got really pissed off with all the tourists and shit, you know. The you were a tourist. No, I wasn't. Bro. No, he was a native. He was I native. Was, I he, fucking lived there for he seven could do days. <laughs> flames. Well, six and a half until I hopped on the plane and came back. You're a stupid idiot. You're okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, Waikiki is beautiful on the tour. Like that whole strip is great. You take a block, you a block over. It's just like any other city, and it's just yeah. fucking Isn't poverty Waikiki everywhere. In the year two thousand, when all the technology was supposed to shut down. No, it's Y2K. Yeah, I know. It was a joke. Oh, well, I couldn't tell you. It is beautiful, serious. though. We we went all the way around Oahu, and we saw, like, the, like it was like a three-hour just, like, loop, but it was, like, it was beautiful. Yeah, it really looks cool tough. Dude, I want to live somewhere with a volcano. Definitely. I don't. Why? They're just dope. Imagine, like... What is dope about getting lava spilt on you? Those things, can erupt, at, those things can erupt at any moment. It's cool to see yeah. from a distance. Kind of like you. Yeah, it's fair. But yeah. I'm not, <laughs> Well, I don't... Are there areas... Well, there are definitely areas. Area 51. Active areas in Hawaii. Like, That's you could four. peak up... Or you could hike up to the peak, and you can look down to, like, molten lava. There's, uh, there is. There's a massive hike. It's called the Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually a stairway to a fucking volcano. Yeah. Well, well no, I don't think it's on a Oahu. Wa- Fuck, no, it is. There's one hike. It overlooks the all of... Um, what? Waikiki. No, Waikiki is a beach. I'm, I'm dumb. It's Honolulu. That's the city. Um, it overlooks all of Honolulu. And then... Did you know what really pissed me off is after we left, I found out that's where they filmed Jurassic Park. I was in the yeah, valley. They filmed. Filmed. Yeah. You live in I was found in, that out after. Yeah, I was <sighs> where the Dole Plantation is. There, that's the. It's a giant valley. You remember the scene where they were getting chased by all those like fucking creature the things? Gallimimus. The dinosaurs. Gallimimus. Yeah. Yeah. The the yeah, the, yeah. Um, that was filmed <laughs> there. And when I found that out, I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was looking right at it, cool. right there, man. So then you just had to book a trip to yeah. Albuquerque to go check out Breaking Bad. Fuck yeah. I would do. Hey, I my would brother do that. paid for that, man. Yo, I would on. I would. I've, I've tried money, to talk about it so many times, but you guys just always cut off, mm-hmm. cut me off. No, we don't. We let you talk about it like three. No, times. we gave you oh, a whole pointing podcast. At him. Well, no, I tried to talk about it with Matthew here, and then you immediately just cut it off and went back to technology because you're just a silly willy. Was drunk, uh, Jake. So, <laughs> I mean, you're obviously going to Honolulu. Um, of like what are what are your dream locations? Where would you? Because if you're putting yourself outside of this as a business, I mean, my example was you get sponsored to do this. So let's say you do, you don't have to worry about the money or the traveling. You just get to go, man. Like, what's your list? What do you want to do, dude? I want to go to Bali, Indonesia. Bali, is that right? Yeah, like not. They got monkeys and shit out there. Yeah, like yeah, you'll be you'll be in the shit. you'll be in the jungle. Like, <laughs> so you don't want to be like out in the wilderness. But if you got a nice place, that is like the nicest view, one of the most exotic views you can get. You, you want to know what I want to go to? I want to go. It's those two Filipino dudes who build all that shit in the woods. Oh. I want to go find that shit. 
Oh, like the people you watch on YouTube, on YouTube? when you're like, and they take like the stick when you're just high and you're bored. They take the sticks yeah. and they build yeah. like underground lairs. I want to go. I want to go live in one of them. Dude, I just found like out where Grylls. fucking Indonesia was. Oh my god, that's crazy. Okay, Alex, where is Indonesia without looking at the globe? I can't. How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> without looking, at- dude, this shit's directly above Australia. Yeah, that sounds about right. And like, yeah. it's it's like south of the Philippines, right? But no. <laughs> I said Philippines. Wait. Damn. Yeah, Philippines. Guys, Andrew has a Filipino girlfriend, so he knows America and the Philippines and Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Everything else is an enigma to me. He's a Hawaiian native. <laughs> also, Hawaiian I was a Hawaiian native. native. The upper two states. Dude, one time I had a, we were walking down the street and this greasy ass, just fucking other native guy. In Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> with, with curly hair. He's walking shirtless. And he's walking by all of us. He walks past everyone in front of me, and then he walks past my ear. He goes, "You want some weed?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, "Did I hear that right?" I turn around. He keeps walking, then turns around, just looks at me. He's like, <laughs> "I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, he goes, I do." All right, come over here. And he starts walking towards an alley. I was like, "No, that's sus." <laughs> he started walking where? And you said no. He um, started walking into an alley. I was like, "No." Oh, nope. Yeah, yeah. never mind. I don't want to get hurt. Is shit illegal in Hawaii? No, but like there's... Uh, it's fucking Hawaii, bro. Yeah, exactly. When did you go? Uh, uh, I don't know, junior year of high school. Mm. Um, so it wasn't even legal in America yet? No, it was still like... Yeah. You're gonna get fucking prison. Yeah. Now it's now it's a slap on the... It's like a citation. It doesn't now even it's go like, on your record. hey, stop it. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> come July 1st, it's not even going to be like that. Yeah, I thought Virginia was going to be one of the last states. So did I. I thought it, it was going to be like the 49th state to do it. And then just one day, they're like, hey, yeah, it's going to be legal. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. I wish I still smoke. It's like up to an ounce, right? July, come July 1st, it's up to an ounce. Um, Possession of an no, ounce is going to be no. Is like two ounces, and it was like yeah, a few months ago. Right now, oh, wait, no, right no, now, you can you can have up to like an ounce or something without any mis. But above an ounce is just like a misdemeanor. But yeah. if, you, if you just have a joint, it's like a twenty five dollar fine. Yeah. Well, like come July first, you won't even. And have even that. then, it's like really, dude, you're going to charge me for. Th- Dude, fuck you. Gonna I got, for now, bitch. I got, I got charged for having half a gram on me. I went through that shit for a year and a half. As soon as my court day's over, a week later, they fucking pass this bill. Yeah. And then a wow. week later, my shit's expunged. I was like, fuck you, fuck that, fuck this. Yeah, you were worried you were but going to prison. It was so funny, but not funny, but funny. Andrew and I get pulled over one time. I'm like, dude, I can't go to prison. I'm running. With half a gram. Well, we had just <laughs> no, smoked this a was joint after I got arrested. We got pulled over and we're both just like, "Dude, oh the guy." It was a young cop. He goes, "Hey guys, how you doing?" I'm like, "Good." He goes, "Uh, you know, I pulled you up." I was like, "No idea." He goes, "Uh, you're you're uh, fuck what tail light." No, it was yeah, it was it's my, always a no, tail no, light. no, no. It was my it was my front light, oh, which okay. I didn't. I, I'm an, I'm an, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> I didn't know you could get pulled over for that. I looked and I'm like, wait, you can get pulled over for that? He's like, well, I pulled you over, didn't I? I'm like, oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll get you, guy. He goes, gonna get your license and registration. I'm like, sure. Open my glove department. His fucking grinder's right there. I'm like, oh, you're like, damn. Oh, they see it? I'm, no, I'm standing there for five. I'm like five <laughs> minutes ruffling through trying. I think we talked about it on here before, but I'm trying to find my registration and he lost the patient. He's like, yeah, it's, I don't need it, man. Just hold on. And comes back, he goes, all right, I'm just going to get you, give you a warning, man. Just get that fixed. I'm like, okay. And then Jake 
Jake turns from Jake Dunk to Jacob Anthony Dunk. He goes, excuse me, sir. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, why the fuck? The cop was walking away and I started talking to him. Yeah, he goes, and for future Bro, reference, um, he goes, for future reference, where where can we go to um, get, get his registration fixed? He goes, why would you say anything? Why? Um, no, because it was funny because I, I was like, I, I, oh, what did I say? I remember specifically looking at the cop. I'm like, yeah, man. So I'm not going to lie. This is the first time I've ever been pulled over. What does a registration card look like? Because I don't even know if it's in here. He goes, seriously? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, it's like a half slip piece of paper. I'm like, okay. And then I go try to find it. He goes, ah, I don't need it. And he's like, he's fucking idiots. He, he must have been like 26, like a new cop. First time I got pulled over, they didn't even ask for my registration. Really? Yeah. What did you get pulled over for? I had a headlight out. So he he was planning on writing me a warning to begin with, I think, which he did. I got pulled over like a month ago because my car was too loud because I felt like being a dick. Yeah, like he took just a Snapchat of fucking, it. I felt like being a fucking idiot because there was a cop on the side of seven. He had pulled someone over. So I'm like, Vroom! as I drive by, I'm like, he showed him. Sure enough, 20 Boop. seconds later, boys in blue on my ass. I'm like, bro. He, I pull over and I pull my window down. He literally just... Why'd you, why'd you do that, man? I'm like, you know, I didn't expect you to come after me, man. Did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, like, why? Like, you're just drawing attention. Like, did you do that on purpose? I'm like, you know, I could tell you that my foot slipped or I dropped something and I didn't mean to, but you know, I don't have an answer for you. He goes, all right, license or registration. I'm like, yeah, sir, my registration is expired, but here you go. He's like, it's all good. Comes back and he goes, I'm just gonna give you a warning. Don't be, don't, don't. He goes, don't do what you do. <laughs> I'm just like, don't, be don't do what you do. And then he was don't actually, he was actually a cool guy. But he, um, I was like, honesty goes a long way with police. Yeah, yeah, it, he, does. He yeah was, it does. He was like, yeah, man. So like, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I got an aftermarket on my car too. Like, it's clear you got an aftermarket on your car. I was like, okay, because I thought he was gonna give me a ticket, so I was prepared to argue. I was like, could you get Sir? tickets for aftermarket? If the cop's a dick, yes, it's illegal yeah. in Virginia. Yeah, but mm. I was like, why would the dealership sell me something with an illegal part? He goes, not my problem. I'm like, I don't know. But anyways, he was like, I got an aftermarket on my car too. So I don't give tickets for it. But like, you just can't be doing that. Like, don't be stupid. I'm like, okay. And then I started talking to him about hit the charger. He's like, I'm a, he's like, I'm a car guy too. I'm like, hey, real quick. Not that I'm like trying to race you or anything. But like, what kind of engine you got in that hog back there? He goes, that hog. Yeah, he goes, oh, it's a 5.7 liter. About a... 400 some horsepower i'm like Jesus! she goes yeah it's pretty fast i turn around and look there's another fucking dude over there i'm like i literally i had them both geeking because i was like oh that's oh, i didn't even see you back there what's up man he's like he goes hey <laughs> <laughs> fucking cop just standing back there just watching i'm like man you sneaky man that's so funny man cops celebrities political officials people forget they're all just people okay <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. You're, you're a silly goose, man. Yeah, man. You're a silly guy. You go hop in a pond after this. Get back to swimming. Good. I hope you don't come up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And what? Take a long walk off a short bridge. What's your cup say? You want to read that out loud for everyone? It says fuck Who? face McFat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty two entree getting McFat fuck. <laughs> Mine says, the Dwarven Fury. Guys, I do need... I'll, I'll, fucking, let's get back to Jake. <laughs> I, was about, I was actually about to ask you a question, Jake. Um, so, up? 
one of the things in like little topic things that you, you brought up to me, you said you went through a spiritual journey in like 2020. Can you tell us what that was about? I want to hear about this. Yeah, that that was kind of just... Uh, Alex is real big on spirituality. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Kind of a homo. Just a little bit. It kind of ties into the <laughs> Only on quarantine of 2020. <laughs> like when everyone first started getting locked up in their houses, and like I said, you're alone with your thoughts and you actually have to think to yourself. And honestly, for me, that was the first time I actually thought to myself... And I actually believe they're genuine thoughts. It's all throughout high school. I was, I was a good kid. Like, I got good grades. I played basketball. I, I had friends, whatever. You've always had depth. Dude, I remember when I was going through, like, my shit, us sitting there. Uh, not what we were doing, but... Oh, okay, he was like we weren't doing any gay shit. We were just, you know. But I would fucking tell Jake all the shit that was going on in my mind. And he was, like, the only person who could get the depth of it all. Yeah, like, I, I always understood, but when I say a spiritual journey, it was me being able to apply, like, the stuff that we used to talk about and me actually understanding it. And the reason being is because all my thoughts throughout high school, I had good thoughts, but a lot of them, I feel like they weren't my own. And I was mm. just kind of trying to see what everyone else was doing to figure out what I should be doing, when in reality, I should have been asking myself, like, what do you want to do? And quarantine gave me an opportunity to do that. And from there, I really just got better at self-care like treating your mind better having more positive thoughts and how that can help you achieve what you want to get done in life absolutely yeah, way I mean, more efficiently flourished in the last year thank you and I, I feel like a lot of it was due to that mindset because if you tell yourself you can't do something that just solidifies you can't do it that was one of the biggest things i learned is that you can't just wait for things to fall in your lap you need to get going and like they say actions speak louder than the words it's very true yeah open those doors for yourself for sure dude so you got right now so i think you have more than this but just backspace visionary worldwide jake jones youtube what else are you working on man it's yes those three uh i have a photography page on instagram and the videography page and Honestly, I haven't branched out that much further than that. I've thought about making a podcast, actually, like a few months ago. I actually just never got around We're to experts. it. We're experts. We'll help you. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> Say less. For real, I, dude. I'll do your audio for free. I love this shit. Bro, that's exactly what I need because that shit's confusing, bro. I've been trying to make music. That's that's the next thing I've been trying to do. That's fun. But, but that's I could use your help too. for that because yeah. I, know, I know you had to right do now. that shit. <laughs> this kid wants to start a band so bad. Every time we have a guest on, I just ask, you play an instrument? You want to start a band? I told him, we got to perfect the podcast and then we'll start a band. Bro, I've just told too many people that I'm going to start music and I haven't done it yet. So I have to live up to it. And I want to really bad because like, that's one of the things I've been dying to do. What kind of music? really anything i, I kind of see myself just like rapping or kind of like um i don't know how to describe it like you know like the songs where it's like you're rapping but you're also kind of singing yeah. yeah yeah like that that type of shit basically like what drake does yeah except yeah. literally <laughs> fucking drake's terrible you think the bro one. how are you gonna hate on drake Dude, I'm are, are you okay i want to i just want to ask you do you are you hating on drake because everyone likes him i'm or hating you, like, i'm hating on hate? drake i as drake himself when he when Drake gets home from work and, you know, he gets out of the shower, he's looking in the mirror, he looks himself in the eyes. That's a Drake I respect. The Drake on fucking social media out, like, just... I don't know. Ooh, I'm a media. fucking hype beast. Like, oh, like, I'm fucking the best. Like, Drake, you're not that great. You have a really good producer. Like, 
Well, yeah. I mean, Fucking... he started as wheelchair. What's his name from Degrassi? <laughs> <laughs> Did he That's really? True. Yeah. Holy shit, Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, OG, yeah he was in the OG Degrassi. Dream, dude. People yeah. forget you, about that. You remember sometimes. the yeah. lyrics? He's all like, All up on TV, I thought it made me richer. Wasn't making me enough. I needed something quicker. That's Degrassi. Yeah. That's why he started his rap career. Shit. Dude, I should be a rapper. Do you think Degrassi was really like the downfall (laughs) of our generation? Yeah, I think live, I think uh, reality TV was the downfall of our generation. Dude, I really think Degrassi set shit into such a decline. Like, yeah, look at the, look at, um, what's it called? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Same fucking thing. That just ended. Good. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Hey, good for us, but it was pretty emotional for the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't. That shit was fake. Kim cried. Good. I I hope she cried when she lost her fifty thousand dollar diamond earrings in the Bahamas. Bro, how much money? Don't have a hot tub. How much? How much money do you think was like dispersed? Between Kim and Kanye when they too divorced. much none actually oh wait they got oh, no, 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 Kanye no, no, wouldn't no, no, give a no, no, shit they did a prenup and they, they did followed, a prenup they followed Dude, the prenup I was having that conversation with my come parents. on okay I'll, before you say that come on if you're gonna marry Kim Kardashian someone who made her fame by fucking sucking Ray J's dick <laughs> that's true you gotta and you're gonna marry her you're getting a prenup yeah that was a hot topic please nobody come for me the, yeah We've like Ray so J came for Kim ooh. <laughs> I don't so know like Ray said. J k- came for Kim <laughs> Dude but honestly Fuck both of them Cause I have just too much Respect for Kanye To give that any thought You have res- you have respect for Kanye You don't No Why Cause he's a fucking spaz And he should get He should take some pills Today For his I mental disabilities Oh you're right He's such a piece of I shit For having mental disabilities I never said he was a piece of shit Premeditated I, no, I never said Hold on I never said that I was I never said he's a piece of shit I said he needs to get help And people should stop like acting like this is oh it's Kanye's next mental breakdown. Look how funny and cute it is. Well, Kanye got demonized by the media because that's he was why he's up so creative. Well, he, he's unmedicated. Well, he got demonized by the media even before that. During like Hurricane Katrina, and he was on the live news report with like all those other celebrities saying, "Oh, our hearts are going out to you know all the victims of Katrina." And him and um, uh, Mike Myers were on TV talking together. And Austin Powers, do you remember this? Yeah, and do you remember this? And literally, like you know. Uh, Austin Powers said his bit, and he was nah. like, "Yeah, our hearts are going out. You know, we're you know, all these celebrities are giving money to these victims." And out of nowhere, Kanye goes, "George Bush doesn't care about black people." <laughs> 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 and you can see on Mike Myers' face, it was like he went off script. And Mike Myers literally just like turns and goes, "What did you just say?" And it cuts to Chris Tucker, <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Tucker is just sitting there like, "Okay, so." Uh, <laughs> What was that? What was that? He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, what was that meme with um, Kobe Bryant? He goes like, "Are you the same beast <laughs> or different?" Animal? What, goes, oh yeah. He's like, <laughs> what the talking? fuck does that mean, Kobe yeah. Bryant? <laughs> well, RIP, I'm the best. Kobe. I'm the best. Rest in peace, Kobe. We gotta get LeBron a helicopter. What? That was fucked up. Whoa, bro. Whoa. Dude, Why would you, you better say cut that? that out? Do you better beep that? Dude, LeBron's Otherwise... been taking up the fucking soapbox. Oh, with the whole week. like Nike thing. I don't even know what happened. All I heard is people are pissed at LeBron, and I don't. It's because he's well. It's because he's like he's but that helicopter joke was fucked. Yeah, up. he didn't. Deserve I would it. just like to say, Ooh. viewer discretion, his thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are his. Yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna put in a little, Jake's thoughts do not condone our opinions. I'm gonna put in a discretionary at the beginning of each video that says, "If you're not cool with me calling Andrew retarded, this probably isn't the podcast for you." Uh, yeah, we're just really out here. Slinging names, <laughs> yeah, bro. Talking your shit. Dude, We're I really think just Jake sat here expecting so much more. Out I don't of this. think Kobe names deserves a helicopter, ass. bro. 
I mean, yeah, he's talking a lot of shit right now. He needs to calm down. What, yeah, LeBron? I don't get it. What, I don't I pay, respect I don't pay attention. Well, well, what, what apparently I don't pay attention about He's basically just been calling out Nike or whatever because, like, the uh, the teams aren't getting enough money or he's, like, bringing a lot of race into it. But he's like, yeah, like, Nike is, like, making money off of us, it's like, sports players, even though they're making millions of dollars anyway. Well, they sell, they endorse half their products. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and he's, like, talking shit about Nike, saying, like, yeah, they're just making money off the backs of us, like, uh, for no reason. But I saw a meme that related to it where it has, like, that quote by is it Le- uh, by LeBron. And then underneath of it goes, yeah, because they're also not making money off of the billions of, like, South Korean children who are making these shoes for, like, five cents an hour. Yeah, that's that's kind of true, though. Yeah, like, why are you a million... Like, you're making millions of dollars and you're a celebrity and you can... And you have the status you have, so why are you, like, complaining... That another company is make money is making money off of you when you're probably worth more than that whole you as an individual are worth more than that whole company. At the same time though, that's not just Nike. No, like that's Apple. That's, do you use that's sweatshops for your manufacturing? I do not actually. <laughs> I didn't have plans to. Two cents who, an hour. Are you allowed to say who like makes your who manufactures your clothing? I don't have one specific person that manufactures oh, okay. my clothes. Uh, the way I started was I just make my own design and Photoshop, and I'd find a screen printer local to me, or oh, okay. or like some big company on like whatever website that can screen print for me, and deliver it to print. my house. How does that How does that work? Like, how, do you like how do you pay them? It, it's all digital, so they have websites where you can pull up templates of clothes, and you mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. paste your designs that you create. Um, onto the shirt or pants or sweatshirt or whatever mm-hmm. you can see what it looks like order a bunch of them they screen print it at their factories for you package it and ship it to your house and then from there it's up to you to mail it out and stuff like that Do they t- Dude, that's that's cool. so you you're investing it like so you're investing so are you basically buying like just arbitrary number like fit like 50 shirts at once and then you're reselling them yeah you save by buying in bulk and but it is a big investment initially. Like you have to be willing to put in at least a few hundred dollars if you're trying to get yeah. at least like twenty or thirty items. You mm. need to be willing to spend a few so hundred. So at that point, do you <clears throat> do that? So do they still own the rights to the shirts, or is it nothing more than just someone who manufactures your shirts? They're nothing more than someone that manufactures the shirts because so like they they won't come back at you if they see someone if say. I wore your shirt. We get famous. I go and say some just downright bigotry on public, <laughs> on just the fucking on like on like the news. Andrew Duty bigotry. <laughs> like he's gonna say canceled. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> <laughs> like they won't come back and like be like uh, uh, like hurt you. No, nothing's Joe attached Biden to me. Well, they're they're just a people. printing company, right? There's a printing company, and the shirts that they print on are not theirs. Like they get their shirts from like Hanes, Champion, Fruit of the Loom. Like mm. they're buying from big brands as well. They're like the middleman. Yeah, they're really just the screen printers, and then they give it to you. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> makes sense. The last guy we had on, he explained how he he literally has a heat press in his fucking closet. I've he, never tried he, that. He makes them. We used to do that in like tech ed in like seventh grade. Yeah, I'm they sure. had a whole. What do you had even a steam do press. for that? Like, hmm? it just steams the colors. Yeah, down. they had. Well, they had a steam press where you where you could like make a logo or like a quote or something, and you put that like over this like under the steam press, and then you just pull it down and like press it to the shirt. I'm assuming it just melts. It glues it, it. Yeah, and it like melts. Yeah, it melt melts it, like, like glues the, quote the design onto it onto the shirt. Yeah. We used to do that. It was really cool. I actually like had a whole idea. I'm like, yo, I could just sell shirts. So I just snuck in here and did this. <laughs> just go to like Target and buy like a shit ton of regular white t-shirts for five bucks and put on a random logo and ask people like, yo, what do you want on a shirt? And they yeah. tell me, charge them like 20 bucks to do it and just sneak into the tech ed lab. 
Yeah, the heat press is cool. I never tried it though because I don't. I just feel like I'd fuck it up and I get mad yeah. and quit. So, what clothing would you prefer to be making? Like shirts, shoes, hats. I like making uh, shirts the best. Sweatshirt, the sweatshirts you made were just so sick. I appreciate it, bro. The what? The sweatshirts. He had like backspace written down the sleeve. Mm. What is what inspired backspace? What inspired that name? Backspace was inspired by a uh, Lil Uzi Vert snippet. Oh Lil- fuck yeah, dude! I thought it was because when you start, you just had like the RGB in the back room, like the boiler room. You had your whole setup. Yeah, that's where it all started, dude. Like that's that's what I was saying. Like I had that time myself. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna set up a little place to work in my basement. I decked out this little studio, put some colored lights and desks in there, got like furniture for it, like all by myself. And that's where I spent most of my time just coming up with all that shit. Like that's really where it all started. It's really like a year ago today, it all got born. <laughs> so you're you're down at school though, so what do you have set up down there to help you with all this? Or do you just do it mostly when you're back here? You want that school grind in place? So I've, it's actually been interesting with school. Um, it, back in August, obviously, like I'm a freshman. So I, when I pulled up to Virginia Tech, I was living there for a while. It's like getting my college experience because I thought that's what I wanted. But then come to find out, I was making no money at school. I was bored. I wasn't really trying to join a frat or anything. So like, Dude, this, it's just so fucking stupid. With that involved and covid and i was just like damn like this is expensive like i might as well just get my meal plan refunded and go back home which is exactly what i did so i've been at home for a while now actually so i've been able to work and do that and i'm actually transferring from virginia tech i'm gonna do a online program at george mason which is which will be nice because it'll be an online degree like the same one i'm pursuing now at tech except it's online even if there's no covid so now Fucking, I'm, oh, I'm so proud of you for doing that shit, man. Yeah, no, I, need, I needed to, bro. That most motherfuckers would at like Virginia Tech would say, "Oh, dude, like I don't want to be here, but what am I gonna do about it?" Like, and you've like that's what people need to do is even if you're in a position where, like, you're you're in a good position, if it's not you, like, you need to get out and do your thing. Exactly. Push yourself. I just had this really bad gut feeling about it. Like, it, it's a great school. Like, don't get me wrong, and I. I liked the aesthetic there, and I, like, I had friends there, but Dude, it wasn't right for me it. in the sense that I just didn't like the environment. I didn't like the town of Blacksburg. I didn't like how much money I was spending, first of all. And then I started thinking about, damn, like, am I really about to get a house here in a, in a town that I don't even really fuck with? And there's not as many, like, if I'm being honest, there's not as many creative, like, type of people as... That I would have liked. It's an engineering It's a school. bot mindset. And yeah, I don't want to... I mean, it's fair. I don't want to, like, call anybody anything, but, yeah, if, you're, if your goal is to, like, get a degree in something very particular and, like, you know what kind of job you're going to be working, then, of course, there's not going to be many people like me who are undecided and who want to try all this and that because there's people who know what they're in there to do mm-hmm. so they get all their schoolwork done and then they're just trying to have fun. Like, they go party, they do this and that, whatever. Me personally, I just get bored with that because I don't know what I'm doing yet. So I'd like to spend my time trying to figure that out and have fun doing it as well. But that being said, you're kind of the black sheep. Like you got to be okay with not having a lot of compatibility with people yeah. and truly like being okay being by yourself and having fun with the small things. And I, I enjoy being able to meet people that I feel are designed for me. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. unable to find those people till I started doing what was interesting to me. 
And I felt like I couldn't do that at Tech, which is why I spent so much time at home this past year. I feel like a lot of people... I feel like what you were saying, like the black sheep, I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like... like, I'm sorry, what does that mean? Well, he said he feels like the black sheep where he doesn't know what he wants to do. cast out. Yeah, yeah, cast out. Yeah, cast yeah. Singled, singled out. Yeah, well, he didn't know what he wanted to do because the rest in. rest of the school was there for like a solid, concrete reason. You know, you do this step, then, you know, step one, step two, step three, you know, go to school, get the degree, get a specific job. But like he said, he didn't know what he wanted to do. I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people also are, have, are unable to admit to themselves or admit to other people that they have no clue what they're doing or what they want to do. And they'll just follow the prestige that they see. It's, 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 it's very also, true. It's also they just follow the um, the mindset their parents have, which mm. is you're going nowhere unless you have a college degree, which is not the case anymore. Yeah. That's what a lot of... Dude, that's what was hammered into my fucking brain was yeah. if you're not a lawyer, if you're not an engineer, you're not a doctor, you're going fucking hell. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, although I'm not going to like I'm not going to shit talk college cuz college isn't useless because you always should like if you are able to go to school, like in my scenario right now like financial aid is paying for a lot of it. So at this point, fuck it, why not just go? I have the time. I ha- I can manipulate my schedule with the specific job I have right now. Why not just use my spare time to go to school? That way, like a degree, yes, it's good to have a degree if you have like to have something to fall back on, yeah. especially if you're taking a risky, uh, like job direction, such as like social media and filmmaking, because that's what I'm going to college for right now. If you do those things, those things are very risky, and you can teeter totter where you can be like really busy, but then especially if you're freelancing, you can just drop at any moment, and you don't have those, you don't have benefits always on the back burner to depend on. Yeah, it's very much independent, and there's perks to that, and there's cons to that. There's things mm-hmm. you need to adapt to. Like you said, you have to be, you're the one that's liable for your mistakes, and yeah. you can fall much harder than other people will, but you pay that price in order to live a life on your own terms, which is personally what I'm seeking. And you're right, Like there's a lot of people in college that they don't know exactly why they're there, but they also don't know any better. They f- They're feel like they should be there and their parents told them they should and that it's the safe route but to your point they it's not like a super safety net to have a degree nowadays yeah it can definitely help and that's the reason i go to be honest i have faith in my plans that i'll end up making money and like live life on my own terms but i do pursue the degree to have something to fall back on is it's a security thing in my mind but i i had to become aware that like it's not all i was like there's no way this was the key to what I wanted. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm going for engineering. Once I get my associates, like I don't really, I'm in no rush to get my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take some time off. Yeah. Probably there's no rush at years. all. There's no rush. No, and that, plus my the, plus my grades. Like honestly, I don't try as hard as I could. My grades are. I nothing. don't think you should. Yeah, it's no, a lot of time and my energy. My grades are but nothing that's special. The thing. It's, it's boiled down to grades now. It's yeah. not about absorbing information and <laughs> taking anything away from the curriculum at all. Yeah. It's about bringing back good grades. Yeah. Motherfuckers are cheating left and right. Like, Andrew's brilliant. Andrew's fucking brilliant. He knows what he's learning, but because of the pressure for the grades, you mm-hmm. know, he still has to, you know, tape up a formula sheet. And that's not right because you shouldn't need to tape up a formula sheet. That's not something you should need to fucking remember. 
you're always going to have that, you know, you're always going to have that, that you could look up, but knowing the application, knowing the science behind it all, knowing why you're doing what you're learning is so important. And that's why there's no passion because you're just giving motherfuckers homework saying, okay, do this equation, but you don't know how you can apply. You don't, you could be learning an equation that would tell you the, the trajectory of a rocket. Mm-hmm. And that could be huge. That would be really cool. Like if there, if your teacher sat down, hey, we're gonna teach you how to figure out the trajectory of a bullet traveling across, you know, how far over the horizon you think that bullet could go. What would the drop rate be? How could you apply all that? You don't learn that. You learn the equations, and you don't know why you're learning it. Mm-hmm. And Con- it's so unmotivating. You get well. You get to that point eventually. Like I understand what you're saying, and um, I think half the shit I learned in like calculus for example is like why the fuck am I learning that but if, if I've learned anything it's it's to develop a certain thinking style when you're doing those like actual real life examples of calculating the trajectory of a bullet or yeah. of a rocket it's so you can go into those problems with certain analytical thinking skills and thinking ahead oh certainly and I like as you get down the road you'll learn the application but at a starting point where people get so unmotivated, motherfuckers will say, no, I don't want to take it. They don't tell you why you're learning No, Virginia is abolishing all, I think it's like um, past 11th grade, you don't have to take like an advanced math course. I didn't. You don't have to take... I didn't take math after 11th grade, and nor did I take PE, nor did I take a science class. Okay, PE, fucking... Well, I just included that because that was the rest of it, but I didn't, you don't have, after 10th or 11th grade, you don't have to take a science or a math class because I didn't. Damn, Dude, it's, it's like underestimated how much of an impact it is to have to take such a strenuous math class or science yeah. class when you know for a fact, like especially the people that are going into college and they know they're not going to need that shit for their job. That takes up so much time and energy wow. that you could have spent honing in on something you're actually good at or something you actually wanted to do. Something you like. like School I, strips I, that away from you. I thoroughly enjoyed taking physics, and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to taking the second half of physics because that's real-world applications. And, like, right. it's just, like, little... There's still formulas that I have embedded in my brain that, like, I can look at something. We were watching fucking Coraline one time, and... <laughs> have all, you seen Coraline? Yeah, it's scary. Do you remember yeah, when she dropped some shit down the well? Yeah. I actually, like... In my, I took when that happened because I was taking physics at the time and I was really invested in it. I literally took out my calculator and that shit was about, if I remember what it, it was like, a 130 meters deep. And like, it's cool, that's cool as shit to me because I took a formula and you take you just take the displacement from until it hit the ground that sound that say that's a y distance, yeah, or what that is the that's what you're getting, and then it's like one half mass times velocity. So whatever the fucking mass was, I don't even know what I put it as. And on the velocities, negative nine, yeah, negative nine point eight, because uh, that's what thing. That's the velocity that things accelerate towards the ground. And then you you put that in, then you get the distance that it actually fell. Same with Journey to the Center of the Earth. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, yeah. the original one with yeah. what, Josh Hutchinson, Hutchinson or whatever the fuck his name is. That's not the original one, but that's not, fucking good. Yeah, no, well, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? When they were in that cave yeah. and he dropped a glow stick, he was looking at it. He was looking at his watch and he's like, yeah, he was measuring. Like, yeah, he's like 337 feet, some shit. He did that formula and that's how he got that. That's cool as shit. See, to and me. that's application. That's where you're able. It's not just okay. I was able to apply. The this equation you found wonder in that you know that inspired like holy shit i just calculated that that's something i know like that's my brain doing that yeah. and i'm able to calculate that physics and it's that's the difference between wanting to learn it and 
not understanding why you're learning it. Yeah. Well, I remember one of the first homework assignments was because that was when SpaceX launched um, their first Dragon Pod or whatever up to the International Space Station. And he actually gave us an on the spot homework assignment. Um, he said he gave us a certain amount of time intervals. And he said at these time intervals, get the get the distance it is away from the launch pad and the um, velocity it's going. It's probably like 20 different um, points. And then you take that. And you got the and one of the questions was what was the average velocity, which was whatever the fuck it was. But then it was like, why do you think because it would speed up? It kept speeding up. Then at some point, it's it just kept uh, exponentially increasing the velocity. And then at some point, it started to slow down. And one of the one of the questions was, why do you think it's slowing down? And uh, the obvious answer is. um no, actually, it kept speeding up. Then eventually it slowed down. And it was like, why do you think it's speeding up? And then immediately hits a point where it starts to slow down. And the, the answer was the air particles because there's less air resistance. It's going to keep increasing until it hits. What's the outermost edge of the um, stratosphere? Exosphere. 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 Until it hits um, about the exosphere, there's absolutely no air resistance. Um, and there is a point up there where you got to break through. Otherwise you're going to come back down and it slowed down to that point. And then, um, it just kind of leveled off. And then at that point they were just going cause there was nothing to slow them down. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Keep in mind, space is a vacuum. The only thing keeping us on this planet is our atmosphere. All yeah. that pressure. Once you break through that atmosphere, um, just while Andrew was talking about that, um, you know, drones and making your way to mars and shit uh april 19th that was six days ago the ingenuity rover actually had the first flight on mars picture this a drone it was a helicopter it's a fucking helicopter i think i read about this actually it's a helicopter drone flying around mars right now that is incredible that is incredible that's like that's seriously amazing fucking the wright brothers had the first flight in on earth and we just had the first flight on Mars. Bro, things are coming so far. Have y'all, y'all heard of Elon Musk Neuralink? Yeah. That's insane, dude. He's teaching monkeys how to play video games. He's playing video games using a monkey. Let me, let me propose <laughs> something. So the way I look at society right now, I see everybody very obsessed with virtual, like just virtual things. You see, and you all heard of NFTs. Yeah, like kind of like no. that, like virtual currency kind of stuff, oh, okay, okay. or even crypto is part of it, I think. And then just the implication of iPhones to our lives and how attached we are to them. And even Elon Musk said this in regard to Neuralink. He's like, "We're technically already cyborgs." So yeah. I yeah, I I, watched, I heard that. Yeah, that that was that was him and Joe Rogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a very valid point he made too. It was so. Like that being said, I see people falling in love with the idea of virtual reality, and I see Neuralink being introduced to society as a health benefit because that's what it will do it'll cure like brain brain aneurysms brain damage like all sorts of shit according to elon musk but the impending what i would honestly call a doom it's behind dystopic. that is the fact that you can replay memories replay your life feelings and all that and was on i, I compare black it mirror. yeah it's it's, 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 it's actual black mirror shit and yeah. I compare that to a VR tank and I see people taking steps in that direction every day. And I see things like NFTs. That's basically like owning like a virtual, like a virtual painting. It's like you have a virtual painting hanging up in your house. That's worth virtual currency. Mm. 
And when I see Neuralink coming into the equation, I see people entering a VR tank and having VR worlds. That's yeah. everything. There's dopamine to the max. Because what else? Why else would you? Why would you want to work some nine to five job, be broke, and eat shit every day when you can hop in the VR tank and live and whatever you forget want? Forget about Dude, life and um, be no, whoever imagine you want. Yeah. You get a bunch of people on this Neuralink network, and you get to such a dystopic point that, you know, someone. God forbid, like this is a stretch, but if corporations have a hand in this, you eat. They will. You eat a Big Mac from McDonald's. As soon as that hits your taste bud receptors, it will. Your Neuralink will release endorphins in your brain or serotonin. What already does? It will. Re no, I mean, artificially release mm. chemicals in your brain to make you like something more, to make you do. It was terrifying in um, Shanghai last week. Drones. I saw that. Hundreds of drones made the first QR code in the sky, holographic QR code. People could go and download a video game. But it was in the night sky. It wasn't on a billboard. It wasn't on a building. It was what? in the sky as a holograph. Drones were having these lasers. That is the future of advertisement. And that's where we're really, right now, you know, people were tripping about Y2K in 2000. But the four of us sitting at this table, our generation, you know, probably between 1990, 1995 to 2005, we are at a liminal point between the old world and the new world just, in the sense of technology just think about the control that corporations or the government or whoever will be administering the Neuralink it's whether, terrifying whether that's Elon Musk or the government it's still gonna be a control method in the sense that it's gonna be marketed as a health benefit people are gonna eat that up yep. and then very quickly it'll become affordable for most people and then like you said just think about the way marketing is going if people have access to your brain and your thoughts and what you're thinking, what you like and how much you like it, those ads and the marketing is going to be like pinpointed towards you. Yeah. And that just leads closer and closer and closer to a VR tank. And dude, think That's about the whole it. Point. So well, during, during February, sorry, Andrew, I just, I need to get this point out. During February, you'll see, you'll see Google, um, completely pander I don't know which one February is I'm sorry please don't get mad at me uh, to either like the the gay community or the black Jim. community and you could easily tell um, just from being like a straight white male I'm like okay this is a corporate ploy like they're trying to bring in this audience they're trying to capitalize on this dissonance in our society and trying to gain that that following that momentum of angry people who are dissatisfied with a certain political issue and i think that it's just building off of ignorance if you're letting capitalism has outgrown itself there is no one corporations have outgrown governments to the point where governments will forgive corporations if they give them enough money no matter what they do bp is still in business Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be. It's a sticky situation because these... It's money. Yeah, like these corporations have taken capitalism to its, its extremes. I, I'm a fan of capitalism, but it gets sticky when it has to do with your your thoughts and your human rights yeah. and like what makes you, you. And when that starts being taken from you for some money or for some power or for some control, you start to question what's going on. Yeah, and capitalism just makes you a number. It makes you a customer. You, are, you lose that individuality 
in your society. And what's really terrifying about it is, again, there's no cap on capitalism. You don't have a government regulation that says, okay, you're a corporation. Let's say, okay, Amazon, you just made $999 million. Yeah. Okay. Now that you've reached that limit of $909 million, all of that extra money can, you know, you don't need any more money than that. That can get funded back into our environment, into people who really need it. Uh, into charities, into ad- addiction, into you know helpless families, parts of the other world. But no, yeah, there there's is, no cap on it. That relates with like the cap of um someone I forgot who and where I read it. I'm sorry, but someone actually calculated the cap of the standard of living. I think it was like after you make after you're like it's like two hundred. Maybe it's million or a couple hundred thousands, but after you hit a certain dollar amount, like say for example in your bank account, your standard of living virtually cannot go up. Like that is the max. At that point, you don't need excess money. To retire right now, all of us around the same time we were born, we'd need about four, five million dollars from this point on to retire. Yeah, that, yeah, we're not going. Yeah, that's our a scary is, world to live in. And with inflation, that number will go up. Every yeah, day. well, will. I think our generation is not going to be capable of retiring. Like we're going to be unless depending on the job and depending on your salary, you're going to be working until you're in your sixties or 70s. The average retirement you use age this. for people our age is going to be about I think it's seventy five. Yeah. it goes up every year. Yeah, unless you find that sweet, sweet fucking loophole. That sweet fucking loophole, man. Everybody, think outside of the fucking box. Think for yourself. There's this motherfucker. Oh, what was his name? It was like Edelson, Edelman. There's no freezers in America in the early 1900s, but he goes, I want to make this shit cold. I want to put ice cream and I want to put it on a stick and I want to just travel it around the world. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. There's no freezers. How are you going to keep it cold? He invented a way to keep things cold. He invented the popsicle. He put ice cream on a stick. It's something so simple. He put it on a stick. That's a multi-billion dollar industry to this day. Did you know it used to be like in old times when there wasn't like freezers and stuff, it used to be like a commodity? Like only people of like high stature or like high power and social status were able to get that because like for like ice. Like only like when I say ice, I mean like exactly what he was saying, like a popsicle. Like that was a luxury item. How are you yeah. going to get ice from all the way up in Maine, all the way down to Texas mm-hmm. in the 1900s if you don't have refrigerated coolers? So you don't actually. Have- I do got to cut you off because this is something oh, really fucking cool I learned in thermodynamics. They did take. Um, they did so the most common way to get ice was to basically chip it out from up north and like ice blocks and stuff and then ship it down keep it in something to keep it cold and then distribute it um but some a scientist like way back when came up with the way it's like strictly thermodynamics you take a um take a box for example you seal it shut and then like you put like water or some shit in it for and example salt. A little bit, yeah, I guess. I don't know what, when I'm assuming it was water, but you seal it shut and then you completely depressurize it, which um, lowers, um, what is it? It lowers or raises, I can't fucking. Oh, and, and so it lowers its, the- its um, freezing point at then, because yes. with no pressure, like just like in space, everything freezes instantly. So you yeah. put water, take, suck 
like you take a vacuum, suck all the air out, so there's absolutely no pressure, and it'll turn to ice. That's so one that's way what I was ice. talking about before they had that vacuum suction where you could suck all the air out and immediately freeze something. What this guy who made the popsicle did is he would fill it with water. He'd put a cork on top of his little capsules with the popsicles in it, but he would mix salt into that water because the salt would bring down the freezing point. So you pour the salt in. As soon as you close that with the ice inside, the freezing point drops so rapidly that you get that frozen vacuum. And it was, it's early chem. This guy wasn't a chemist. Are you sure you don't have it backwards? Because if you put salt in water, it's going to raise the freezing point. That's why salt water doesn't freeze. No, the salt will lower the freezing point of the, um, the popsicle itself and the ice around. It's not going to absorb all that water. And it brings down the freezing point and creates a frozen vacuum. I, I, I got, I'll have to look that up. I feel I like that's backwards. I don't, I don't know enough about it, look so it up, I'm just dude. take your word for it. She's dope. I don't understand how it works, but that's what I know about it. <laughs> that's cool stuff, man. It is cool stuff. Jake, would you rather be... Dude, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm just going to ask you fun questions. Go ahead. <laughs> On the frontier of America, would you rather be like in New New York or Virginia building shit up legislature wise, or would you want to be a cowboy going out west trying to pan for gold, westward expansion? Cowboy going out west because knowing the way history went, being the guy that built it legislatively, you just passed a whole bunch of papers around and did a bunch of boring shit but then you died before you got to see it like come into fruition so i like i like to be the cowboy and say i got to travel and like do shit and shoot guns and get gold before i died you know what i'm saying we don't have a frontier anymore aside from space and that's where ignorance comes so heavily into play is because we're at a point elon musk is the only person pushing us into space he is bro the government doesn't care yeah they don't really care because that doesn't benefit them. If they cared, fucking NASA wouldn't be underfunded. They yeah, like, when they can benefit. And our defense budget wouldn't be six hundred billion fucking dollars. Mm. Not the government doesn't care about going to space because they don't know how they can make money there that, yet. Exactly, they don't know how they can profit. <laughs> but once, off it. once shit hits not, the fan on Earth, they, they don't com- want to go to space because they won't have no. any fucking power. Once they can monetize can't. Mars, though, then they'll care. There's yeah. no stop <laughs> that talk right now. Yeah. We're not monetizing anything in space. Elon Musk. <laughs> I hope he's why, president of Mars, bro. He will be. Yeah, right. And you know why? Elon Musk is. I think he is the greatest leader we have right now. You know what he sends up on the drone, on the Ingenuity drone? All the parts on it say, they don't say made in America or made by fucking SpaceX. They say made by humans on Earth. Yeah, bro. That he, Elon's is, for the people, bro. Exactly. He, he is definitely one of my biggest role models ever. Definitely. Right now, Elon Musk is the greatest role model alive. Bro, he, he really changed the game. <laughs> like, he... I'm sure you've seen the interview, like, him talking about SpaceX and... Uh, the interview where he's smoking the blunt with Joe Rogan? No, it, it was, <laughs> was it, it was a different one? one. But it was basically this interviewer asking him how he feels about some of his role models. I honestly can't remember the names of the people. I'm gonna should. Oh, oh, holy shit! I saw. I've cried at that video. Yeah, because you you know what I'm talking about. They ask him like, "How do you feel about your role models basically like shitting on your ideas?" Buzz saying Aldrin that and Neil Armstrong. Yeah, 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 them too, saying that, like, he shouldn't be privatizing space exploration and that he's a fool and that, like, he's not going to accomplish anything. He's just wasting his time, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, it really hurts to, like, hear some of my biggest inspirations say that, but I wish they could see the work that we're doing here at SpaceX. 
and it's it's truly outstanding and to have that tenacity to be able to have the people that inspired you to do what you do now tell you that your idea is dumb and keep going shows that like you truly believe in yourself it's and, a conviction yeah and that's how all the greatest ideas came to be is because everyone every every legend was laughed at everybody was picked on laughed at yeah. came from like shit nobody believed in their idea until the they see a paycheck guy. until they see you in the news until they see you on the forbes list and they're like oh like maybe he was right or oh, like, or like he got luck or like along. he got lucky i'm like no he didn't get lucky he willed it into existence he saw a life where it was a real thing a master of his own destiny yep but yeah. no dude seriously um i mean that i can't imagine how hard that could have been for elon musk having buzz aldrin and neil armstrong yeah. The two people who like inspired walked, him, who walked on the moon. They're like the face of space exploration, telling him that he basically sucks. Yeah. Wait, but why are they saying he sucks? Because they don't like the idea of commercial spacecraft. They don't yeah. want us to get into space. Because honestly, I see their perspective. They don't want humanity in space. Why would you want humanity in space? We are already United States is already fighting with China for dominance over space we used to be that's fighting with right. the russians that's not right we need to go up there as one person elon musk is the only person not concerned with this political bullshit you know what he does he goes when he's a little kid he goes i want to go to mars okay well fucking he goes gets his degree i need money to go to mars well what's a good idea what's my loophole how can i think outside of the box what are people not doing that i can be doing maybe i can make an electric car Bro, Elon is the only, like, big fish in the industry when it comes to, like, making money that still has the kid in him. And that's all I, like, the desire. The childish wonder. Yeah, exactly. That's all I desire to have when I'm older is that childish wonder because that's what's, that's what's fueled all my greatest ideas. And, like, when you think about it, when you were, like, five, six, seven years old, you had, like, your biggest dreams, your biggest aspirations, and you actually thought you could do it. And then you grew up and you had all these people that told you you couldn't. Or you well, like, that's what it is, dude. Because Sorry, Alex. No, you're good. When you you look at, you go into a room of a bunch of kindergartners. Yeah. Asking you hundreds of questions. Why is the sky blue? Why, why does this computer work? Why is the globe a sphere? Why does the camera take a picture? Why does the air smell the way it does? Questions that need to be answered. You go into a room of college students. You go into a room of high schoolers. They're not going to ask you questions because something happened between that point that just again as andrew said just sucked out the passion everything sucked bro. out the creativity I think, I think a lot of what sucks out the passion is just life in general like exactly. whether it was coming from it. another person or whether it was just all the things you have to do in your day you just slowly like lose interest in that child you lose that child wonder that you had you replace imagination with money yeah because you just you're like i need to make money or like i have too much shit on my plate to care about why this is it or like you start caring what at least with like teenagers and probably early 20 somethings when you're a kid when you're five years old and you're asking those questions you're not like there's not that part of you in the back of your brain where you're like this is a dumb question i don't want to say it out loud yeah kids just say shit they just start talking yeah guys don't, don't be afraid to them. ask questions yeah once you become like in your teens or 20s especially you're like 
you know, you you ever like say that like this is probably a dumb question you ask and like everyone shits on you like or laughs at you like that was a dumbest fucking question. Why would you say that? And so then I guess slowly people just kind of have that mindset of like, no, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, Alex hit it directly on the nail. That it's it's so sad that our greatest thing. Tigers have their fangs, their speed. Bears have their size. Fucking turtles have their shell. Human beings, have we have curiosity. opposable thumbs, but we have our mind. Mm. We have our imagination. We're the only creatures that look up at the stars in wonder. We're the only creatures that heal our own species. We take care of each other medically. We are the only creatures with a moral compass that we can quantify that is a responsibility that we have every creature plays their own role in this planet ants play their role in a colony birds play their role to eat those ants snakes play their roles to eat those birds we play a role to be shepherds for life on this planet and to further the planet itself and we are so caught up with the rise of technology, our generation has the newest threat of all and the greatest threat of all, more than warring states, because although war is terrible, that pain does bring strength. Our vice in this generation is comfort. We're addicted to comfort and we're addicted to consumption. And there is no drive to have anything more than what we already have. That's scary. We aren't pushing into space. Elon Musk is pushing us into space. Nobody's funding him. People are behind him because he's been successful. In my lifetime, I would like the opportunity, and I see this as a real opportunity that could potentially happen for commercial space travel. Absolutely. That's not going to happen Virgin without Gal people like Elon yeah, Musk. Virgin Galactic actually created. I mean, it just goes. That was a lot. It just, it just goes. It's not like to go to the moon or anything. But mm. Virgin Galactic actually created a commercialized space plane, um, and it just like goes up. It'll like, definitely be a thing. I mean, the way that technology has advanced, we've come so far, and I look at technology as small as video games. Because think about it, the first video game that was ever made was very simplistic code. Like, you look at it now, which was really, like, not that far, and you say, like, oh, like, that was a shitty game. Like, like they didn't have anything. 20 years ago, the biggest game was, like, Pac-Man. Exactly. But nowadays, like, shit is way, way, way more sophisticated. But that's just, like, one, like, tier of it. Like, we've done that tenfold across the board. Just imagine where we're going to be in 10 years. Or, like, I talk about Elon Musk and the Neuralink thing. He says, give it 10 years and it'll be like commercial, mm -hmm. the Neuralink. And I, I think people might have taken that lightly. I don't I don't take that lightly from him. I think that is very true. It will be commercialized in 10 years. Do you guys want to know how the ice machine worked? Because yeah. I'm really stuck yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting well, here reading it. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Last thing, before you jump into that, Jake, with what you just said, um, I think it's really important to... Dude, I just lost my train of thought. What the fuck were you just talking about? Talking about how technology advances quicker than people yes, think. Yes, with the video games you're talking about. Another point we're at, you had Tetris in the 90s, you know? Mm. That was fun. And then you moved into Mario. Now we moved into, you know, Call of Duty. And But now 
we're bringing in augmented and virtual reality. We have RTX processing. We are almost at a point where creation will become indistinguishable from natural truth. Yeah. And, and that's VR. scary. That's I, what VR is. And that's what I see because people are already so invested in their social media status, the way they look online. People care more about the way they look online versus how they look in person. And that alone yeah. just tells me that people will willingly accept this Neuralink or whatever it's going to be as an escape, as a way to feel better about themselves. Because like you said, everyone is addicted to dopamine, to comfort, to feeling like they fit in, to feeling like they're doing things right. And what better way to do that than just create it yourself virtually and they want to be connected and if you tie money to that it's game over because if you tell someone like yeah you can be in here and be quote-unquote successful because if everyone is doing it and there's nfts and cryptocurrencies and virtual currencies then it just makes sense and then but but the problem with that is you can kiss your free will your free thoughts and your authentic authenticity goodbye Exactly. And that's what I am desperately trying to hold on to as long as I can. Like, shit's going to get crazy. Like, it's already getting kind of crazy with, like, the like, coronavirus, in my opinion. In China. I mean, shit's people, everyone has their own thoughts on that. But regardless, the way, I, me personally, the way I think they administer the vaccine was kind of strange how I'm seeing COVID vaccine passports, like, these things you have to do. You're able to get to be a part of it. Yeah, it's stuff like that. It's just like these things that are implying that like, hey, we're going to market this as a recommendation. But in reality, it's a demand. Like if you yeah. want to fit in, you better get this. You aren't going to be allowed to travel if you don't have that verification card saying you got your, your fucking shot. Exactly. You, they're, they're, this is so fucking terrifying. And now you two are finally going to believe me where I'm like, oh, our government is up to some bad shit. I never told you, you that are able, true. Even though there's all these, these tests going around, you still have your masks up. You can go and you can get the vaccine, quote unquote vaccine. You can now go and you can get a microchip mm -hmm. placed inside of you that detects COVID-19. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is up with that? It, it raises questions for sure. I mean, and people aren't asking the questions. It's ignorance, dude. It's scary. It, yeah, it, it is scary. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna act like I'm some like whistleblower and like that. I know things that people don't. I'm just as lost as everyone else is, but I do have the feeling that like. But you're conscious. Yeah, like I know that there's things that the government knows that we don't know, and oh, but I take that seriously. Like, I don't take that lightly because. That being said, that just leaves the door open for them to do anything and then to tell you anything. And the people that are listening to the school system and watching the news and paying attention to social media and taking all of it to heart and believing everything they see are in danger because their thoughts are being manufactured. Yeah. They're not theirs. And you can't make decisions that are your own that are for the, for the people when the people that are giving you those ideas and that social standard do not have your best interests, they look at you, like you said, as a number. So it's not for the better of the human race. It's not for your safety. It's not for your health. And they don't, they don't profit off of people that are in good shape and good spirits and good health. They profit off of people that are scared, people that are sick, people that don't know what they're doing, people that are crying for help. 
you're much easier to manipulate when you're scared and divided. Exactly. They see themselves as the shepherds when in reality they're the wolves. Yep. And they're just corralling in all the sheep, the ignorant sheep who will follow whatever they say. Dude, fucking... <laughs> okay, so in the 80s, you know, there's all these accusations around the CIA distributing crack cocaine... And mm-hmm. all that to urban communities. It wasn't that accusations. It was MK yeah, it's Ultra. facts. Okay, yeah. that's not MK Ultra. MK Ultra was giving was people some, LSD. Yeah, um, bro, that shit is crazy. Distributing crack yeah, cocaine yeah. was to fund wars overseas, um, so that we can go overseas and we can get more of a defense budget. People are going to say, okay, these drugs are coming in from Venezuela. We're going to go down to Venezuela. Guess who investigated the CIA for distributing crack cocaine amongst its own citizens? Yes. The CIA investigated the CIA. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't find anything. Go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, bro. Like, where's the credibility in that? There's no credibility. It's based off ignorance in controlling the masses. It's scary. You you see it all the time and like... It's kind of hard to talk about these kind of topics because... Dude, I'm going to get swatted. Fuck this. Yeah, that, that is one thing. And the other thing is... It's hard to talk about it because if you do, the people that I deem as programmed to believe otherwise are going to call you crazy every single time. The more and people call me crazy, the more I believe in myself. Exactly. And it, it kind of sucks because you do feel lost in that because you don't have plain answers. But I see answers all the time. And I think about things like um, the BLM protests. People are marching on the street. There's bricks laid out on the street, but no construction going on. Can I speak on that really quick, man? I'm it's, so, I keep it's stuff like that. Not, like, if, not if you're going to blatantly go against it. I'm not going to blatantly go against Don't, it. But I'm tread, saying... Tread be careful. Lightly. Yeah. Tread the, lightly. The We're not here movement. to piss people off. Shut the fuck up. Because the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, there's, the BLM movement is so powerful and it's so important. It is such an important movement. Yes. But it's not being controlled by the right people. You have people like Joe Biden who are saying, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Let's support these movements. Actually, Black Lives Matter is, is not happy with Joe Biden right now. They shouldn't be. And they're waking yeah. up to it. They're seeing yeah. that Joe Biden doesn't give a fuck about Biden. them. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they see that Joe Biden doesn't give a fuck about them. But yeah. during his campaign, it was, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this for the BLM community. I'm going to do this for women. Fucking... Everything, well, what man. politician says shit and then it doesn't happen afterwards? Like both of them, both sides do that. Bro, I look at it like I'm not too political. The reason being because I look at right and left wing as part of the same bird. Yeah, exactly. They're, you remember, they're, what, they're, you remember what Thomas Jefferson said before he left the states? I wasn't. Oh there. yeah, bro. He goes. He was like. If you have a two-party system, it will be the destruction of your country. Well, yeah, I think both parties are basically one club. They're one club, and us as citizens are not in that club. They're basically just, like, all this shit is just a reality TV show. It is. Well, because does, does anyone remember, like, if you watch that, uh, it's a little bit of, to diverge, but that in that Jeffrey Epstein documentary, they discussed how the Trumps and the Clintons and, and Jeffrey Epstein were all best friends. Yeah, like, all of them. Were they're all, all the, they're all on the island, and yeah, they were all on the they were on the, all on the flight logs. I will, I will all, say, well, hold on, just, hold on. no, were, because I know you're against. No, Trump, I'm not saying this because I'm not Trump, against Trump. 
Trump distanced himself immediately after, before things came out against Epstein. Once he personally found out about Epstein from his own friends, he completely distanced himself. Publicly. From I mean, regardless, Publicly. it was just the relationship between like yeah, Trump well, and no, the Clintons. That's not the point I'm trying to make, was that Trump was involved in the island. What I'm trying to say was the Trumps and the I'm Clintons. I'm saying we have Trump supporters, not Biden supporters. I want to keep Word. those. <laughs> what I'm saying was they were all best friends to begin with, and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, it's like this huge, it's like this reality TV show argument going on like pivoting people against the other side. Exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say is it's all one billionaire club. They all probably get together under one roof and all talk like, oh man, that was such a good argument we just had out there, right? We fooled them. It and is. They go back to drinking their martinis. It's and a divide and conquer method because yeah. like I said, you're much easier manipulated when you're fighting each other and you don't have a common idea and you're not hitting against the government you're not asking them questions you're asking each other questions fighting with each other when giving do, them more leeway to do things and manipulate your thoughts more yeah when when do people when do people come together more often and like when they when people come together as a group when they have a common enemy so what do you do you create an apparent like shared enemy like, yeah. well if you're on this if you're red if you vote red you hate this person and you hate what they stand for. And then everyone who's planning on voting red goes, yep, you're right. Yeah, they, but dude, Alex, that is... I'm, I'm not coming no, at you. I'm coming, no, I'm, I'm not, so, I know you're coming at me. No, is, I like I'm this mad, conversation. I'm mad at... Uh, fucking... It, uh, um, dude, so those billionaires, that billionaire club, yeah. it's... We, the people, stay so focused on who's running our country. We're not worried about who's funding it because we can look at... I think what's far scarier than the idea of having corporations or people like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates funding political campaigns, what's even scarier than that are the people who are so powerful that we don't even know their names. We don't know they exist. Yeah. These the one uh, there's the there's talks 1%. of there's talks of the families like the um the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds yeah. and all those who have been around since far before christ people find out about them and think they figured it all out but that's not it it's not it because that's i mean that's on that's that's cool to think about but it's somewhat unfathomable but what is realistic is when you look at an epstein situation an underground sex ring an underground anything ring you are going to have a point say you're bezos right you have a few billion dollars. You're a centi billionaire. Okay, who's stopping you from doing anything? Who's stopping you from... Epstein has his own island. He's not having police driving yeah, no. by his no, island. Was a he had enough money on. to buy a secret island. Exactly. With like miles of like, like do not enter. Exactly, but we're concerned about, oh, fucking... You know, Biden's shorting us 600 bucks. They don't give a fuck about that. because There is evil in the world. They're sitting pretty. Like, people don't realize that, like, people think the government has their best interest, but they don't. Because no. why would they? All the power is right in their family. And it's going to stay there as long as we keep fighting over dumb shit that doesn't benefit us. Exactly. It doesn't so. benefit the human race. You're just going to stay in one spot. And these people are going to keep doing these things in secret. And no one's going to care about them. And the, do you think the, that's where... Sorry, Alex. No, you're... Okay, the more... I'm saying the more you waste your time as a person posting on social media, your personal, political, or religious opinion, and then you you 
delete your friends who have a different political or religious opinion than you, you're just part of the problem. We get I'm going to say this the right now. people get weaker by doing if that. If you yeah. post something on Instagram, if you post something on Twitter, Snapchat about, oh, this needs to change. If I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Even if you're posting about the Black Lives Movement or Black Lives Matter, if you're going for to make a change, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> That you're gonna get pissed at me saying that. That's the truth of it. You know what people do when they're making a change? They don't waste the time to post about it. There is, honestly, dude. I'm fucking waiting for revolution. I'm ready. I'm gonna <laughs> go buy a fucking gun, and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna wait for the revolution, and I'm gonna storm Capitol Hill. That sounds really <laughs> fucked up, dude. But like, I'm for sure gonna get swatted. But I'll say it, man. Yeah. I will resort to domestic terrorism before I resort okay, to Neuralink. Calm, okay, calm down. Oh yeah, we're getting swatted. Yeah, calm dude, down. I don't give a fuck anymore. This, this episode's gonna get. Fired. I do not condone. We might be too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. Dude, Andrew's my partner in this. He's doing domestic terrorism with me. No. Nope. Yep. Whoa. Yep. We have plans. Nope. All right, so yeah, to, me, to me, and any, <laughs> me and other figures. <laughs> Jake Jones condones nothing that's happened. Yeah, to any this authority evening. figures. He's being facetious. He and does not mean it. He's being facetious. Spell facetious right now. Why do I have to spell it? <laughs> he knows what it means. I don't know how to spell okay, it. Okay, for the record, Jake... <laughs> that proves nothing. Jake is a little drunk right now, guys, okay? So yeah, okay. but that's... Yeah. I'd rather resort to environmental terrorism over Wait, what do you... What? No Dude. terrorism. Fisheries? We are not terrorists. If we're getting on corruption, let's start talking about banning, like, fishing nets. What are you talking about? What? What are oceans, man. I'm still stuck on the ice machine. You share your ice machine. <laughs> He's been waiting so patiently. Share yeah. the ice so machine. That is why I haven't said anything. I just can't get this fucking. He said thing I out just need to say this really quick, and that was like 20 minutes ago. You you well, say your thing. I'll explain this, and we can drop it there, or we can keep going. But this is just That's fucking. That's up to Jake, dude. This is I'm just fucking great, bro. This is, this I'm having a great time. So oh, if man, you're ever at sure. a party, or you're taking a girl out, or a guy out, and it's like a first date, and need an icebreaker, explain to them how Doctor. John Gorey created the first mechanical ice machine. This is how he did it. He was a British dude. In 1838, between between 1838 and 1845, ice was expensive because it was shipped that it was cut and shipped down from the northern territories like wherever the fuck there was ice. So he wanted to create a way. This is what I was talking about earlier and based off my research, I was kind of right but not entirely right. Mm-hmm. He created a mechanical way to create ice and the way it worked was with compressed air like I said, they ran compressed air into a chamber surrounded by water. Um and they highly pressurized it and then by the flip of, by the just flip of a switch they um, released that air, and as it expanded, like it expanded so fast and so rapidly to back to atmospheric pressure, that it took the heat out of the water in order to do that. Because that's where you get. This is the only thing I found fascinating in thermodynamics was that <laughs> it took the heat out of the surrounding water, which then com- um, that compressed air drew enough of the heat out. And it turned that water into ice, and then it created ice. It dropped the temperature so low to freezing temperatures that that's how they mechanically created ice. That's uh, on. That's how your fucking freezer creates ice. Now imagine dude, if we didn't yo, have that. Fun dude, facts with Andrew. It's simple. Yeah, fun facts with Andrew, dude. I love that. That should be a segment. I got it out. That should be a segment. That should enough. be a segment. But dude, no, it's yeah. I'm glad you got that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting Sorry. for 30 minutes. Dude, <laughs> it's simple. Things like that. There's the difference between you could have. I don't like Jake. You're a fashion guy. I'm wearing jeans and a sweatshirt with paint on it and my boots. It's fine. Like, first time, first time, um, 
he met when he met his now girlfriend the first time they went out. I had to dress this kid. Yeah, he did. He was about to walk into a club with Merlots. Yeah, the I had to borrow his <laughs> shoes. He's like, you can't wear those fucking shoes. My Merrells. Yeah, I was wearing dress, my Merrells bro. covered in mud. We were going into D.C. to go clubbing. <laughs> God damn. What the hell's wrong with you? You don't own a pair of like Chucka boots? What the fuck are Chucka boots? Okay, wait, I let me finish. Let me finish you. though. Dude. You could get somebody like Balenciaga, where, oh, they put a cool brand Balenciaga on these clothes. Balenciaga boxes in the socks. <laughs> yeah, or you can get a motherfucker who made an ice machine, contributed not just to make money, but to further humanity, to give something else to the world. Do you Elon think he Musk had that in mind? Is, I don't know. What I don't think it, Jeff Bezos question? had that in mind. I think Jeff Bezos wanted to make money, but I think Elon Musk has that in mind. I think Elon Musk wants us to push farther. He was trying to cut down on the cost because it was really so expensive So he's trying to save to money. Ship. I don't think he gave a shit about humanity, but he just happened to help humanity. Yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. Maybe he was just in the middle of a desert. He said, fuck, I want some ice water. I need some, <laughs> some, I need ice, some water. ice water, bro. How do I do that? that? That information is kind of overlooked, though, I feel like. Yeah. like The way you just described that, People get bored very easily with that kind of stuff, I feel like, mm-hmm. but it's very overlooked in the sense that that's how the world operates. And if people were to dive deeper into that as a collective, imagine the kind of technology or the things that we would know about where we live. It would be kind of game changing to know those kind of things and have everyone know them as well, because there's lots well, of topics that people have like barely touched due to the school system. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it should it should like you should teach people how to think like that yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's much more than just the subjects it's like how do you like teach yourself what's important yeah. well that goes I, back I value to, people based on how they think yeah like, you can watch i um the book i'm reading he gave a the author gave a very specific example of this guy who he was on like a trivia show and he was answering every question correctly and like you think he's like super smart mm-hmm. he's not super smart he's a walking encyclopedia and then someone the guy who was basically judging him, he said, how, how, if you were to hire this guy right now, how much do you think I'd, or if I were to hire him, how much do you think I'd pay him? And like the, the guy gave him his answer. He's like, I don't know, a couple, couple grand. He goes, I'd give him $300, maybe less. That person does not know how to think for himself. He is nothing more than an encyclopedia. Yeah. It's regurgitation. Henry, there's yeah. Henry Ford, um, Back when Henry Ford was like starting Ford, um, he got demonized as an ignoramus. They asked him all these questions: um, how many feet are in a mile? No, actually, that was Einstein. But they asked him. Same with Einstein. I'll get to him. But they asked him all these questions, and he couldn't have an answer. But his answer was, "Why do Why do I need to know the answer to that when I can go find someone within five minutes that knows the answer?" Yeah. And keep exactly, in mind, bro. Henry Ford yeah. didn't invent the car. He invented. The most ingenious thing in modern day corporate America, which is the assembly line. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the he, nine to five. Yeah, he was able to, ma- yeah, he did. He created the nine to five job so that you could go in for all that time and you would be able to build a salary off of that, a life. Yeah, same thing. But with the same thing with Einstein, someone asked him how, I, you know, everyone knows Einstein. He's fucking brilliant. Someone asked him, um, I, how many how many uh, feet are in a mile? He goes, I don't know. Why do I have to know that when I can just open up an encyclopedia and the answer's right there? Exactly. The world doesn't again, need never that. Now you have the internet, which is even faster. Yeah. The world but, doesn't need the geniuses like the fact anymore. That he just, he's like, spell facetious. Why the fuck do I need you to know, know how to do that? I can look it up. That's yep. not helping but dude, me. That's you know what the word means, though. Yeah. That's what's scary, because Einstein, again, he had said that quote, don't memorize anything you can look up. 
That was before the internet. I think that that is the leading contribution of ignorance is people who, not us four sitting at this table, because I will confidently say, even for myself, we're all sharp people. We're thinking about these things and we're sitting at a podcast talking about them because we're concerned about them. We're young. Keep in mind, we're not 30, 40, 50 talking about these issues. We're, we're around the 20 age. Alex, I'm going to lump you in with us because you're a young motherfucker. I am a young Alex, man. Alex, he's like drinking the Alex Jones like children's blood to make himself younger. <laughs> oh, bruh. You all know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, bro, I, I think wanna, that shit's real. I want to taste it. It is. Alex Jones, like I, the last. Dude, I think he's been. Okay, okay, okay. Tree. Actually, let me let me like clarify that, that before people bit. fucking kill me. Yeah. He was wrong about the way he uh, said it. No, no, no. He he was wrong about like a few things. Okay, the, no, Alex, not the frogs being gay. Okay, no, Alex, <laughs> bro, yeah, Alex bro. Jones is wrong sometimes, but then the thing is though, he's right a shit ton of times. Bro, he was dead wrong about Sandy Hook. But he, dude, it's the he, way that was he not okay. says it that, that yeah. wasn't okay. He goes <laughs> yeah, uh, all these celebrities in Hollywood are just rubbing dead babies on their skin and bro, it's making hey, them younger. It's the way he says it. Yeah, it's exactly. the way he says it that makes it, he's like, yeah. What they're doing is they're taking the stem cells out of children. Yeah, and adrenochrome. Fetuses, and they're injecting themselves. And they're injecting and it rejuvenates that skin. Which is real. Alex Jones isn't wrong. It's the way he fucking says it. Bro, Same look with at, us. Look he, at, even, he said it on he's, Joe Rogan. Well, he's, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm wrong all I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit retarded. I'm gonna be honest. This is my Alex I'm kinda retarded. This is my Alex Jones impression. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm wrong all the time. And Joe's like, Joe, Alex, calm calm down. He goes, Joe, I'm drunk. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come Alex on, is man. just flying, he's like, he's you're like, a fake. Like, you're he's you're like, a fake, you're a phony and a fraud. And the globalists and the society. A globalist society. Bro, what's up with Girls saying it's a red flag to like Joe Rogan. I saw that. I saw, Bro, no, 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 that, dude, that makes no pull, sense. Let me pull that meme because he's bitches, a man. Let's talk, DMT, about, let's talk about the ignorance. Jake, on. I want you to take point on this right, one because I want your input. Right. What do you think about when we're talking about ignorance? What do you think ignorance is? Let's start talking about OnlyFans. Okay. Oh, Fucking how demeaning, ignorant, and controlling is that? What? That oh. is destroying oh, wait, the I, mindset of like Wait, hold on. I found uh, I found what he was talking about. Right here it says male vocabulary words that are red flags. Alpha, beta, soy boy, I love Joe Rogan, Elon Musk is a genius, female, <laughs> my ex is crazy and keto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those are apparently Yo, male vocabulary that are Have you guys tried the keto diet? Have you guys tried the keto for diet? The rest, for the rest of this recording, I'm just going to talk like Alex Jones. Honestly, I love, but, but I love Joe Rogan. And we've said Elon Musk is a genius like, like Elon Musk at least Jake has like 30 times. I do People too. Like and truth. I, I saw this thing about Joe Rogan's podcast and about like how girls say it's a red flag. And, and they were like, and this dude was like, I don't understand it because Joe Rogan's podcast is the one place where like you can go in the comment section you see people of all different backgrounds enjoying the fuck out of it and like relating to what jo joe, joe Rogan and joe that. will talk to anybody too from like he's talked to republicans democrats gay people straight people any ethnicity blah blah blah, any kind of person he yeah, can talk to anybody doing. and to say joe rogan's podcast is a red flag to like is kind of dumb like and i saw this it's, on a tiktok it says you kind of you must hate men if you don't like the fact well, that they like joe rogan because most most TikTok men do men like it. i think that's just some kind of sexist joke honestly that's what it is it's like when like you see another one that's like oh red flags for women it is it's, it's, it's kind of like tiktok if you culture. hate, if you hate yeah. me for liking joe rogan that's okay you're probably stupid anyway dude i saw a tweet fucking hear this 
boys. I'm going to say boys because we've probably lost all the women listeners. By probably now. lost everyone. I'm <laughs> definitely <laughs> mad at your ass. I'm, like three I'm hours. a man. Thank you very well, much. This, this chick tweets out, men aren't allowed to define what sexism is. Oh, well, that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> Exactly. How are you going to say that sounds sexist. this sex that isn't sounds, allowed to decide? Oh wait, that sounds like a word I know. Sexist. <laughs> Dude, bitches make up words like. You want equal rights? You gotta get equal fights. Equal rights, equal fights, fucking Second Amendment. Let's talk about, dude, First Amendment. If the First Amendment can apply to us talking on this podcast, how is the Second Amendment only going to apply to weapons from the fucking Civil War? Doesn't. I thought the Second Amendment was you have you the had, right to bear. Yeah, arms. you had the right to put bear ar- bear arms on your and that's wall. it. I'm done talking on to your you. wall. <laughs> yeah, like on a plaque, like bear arms, like you cut them off the bear. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were saying. <laughs> I guess I've been living. A, I've been living a lie. I'm living a lie. I'm not a lie. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> I believe that the aliens are existential beings. But I will say, I would... The only hope... (laughs) The only hope that I have for an exciting future is I don't really give a shit about this whole capitalism making money thing because, honestly, I could go through the whole business grind, doing the podcast, getting sponsorship grinds. That would be cool and all, but I would much rather have to go through, like... When capital has fallen, we're yeah. in civil war. I need to get. <laughs> like some we need to go revolutionary. Some history textbook shit. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, like I was a part of the fallout. revolution. Like, I don't like being part of 1984. I want to be part of like, uh, fucking. Yeah, bro. Like, you don't want to be part of the mind control <laughs> era. You want to be part of the like, let's go to war. Like the fucking exactly. Spartans. Like, you want to be part of that. Do you guys think COVID's gonna be in the history books? Like future yeah, history books? Same thing yeah. with yeah. Not, yeah. Not How do you as think a, the story not, is going to be told, though? That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be told as a it, pandemic. Like it's really going to be told as a control technique. It's you really going think to so? Be, it's going... No, they wouldn't expose themselves. If, yeah, they're, they if they're still in control, then why would they call they're it a control They're going to say that it was an accident. Because Jake Jones, by the time I die, I swear to God, they will not be in control. That is my life's mission. How long do you think you're going to live? Fucking long enough to tear down the government. I that's give, for sure. I give him till You're gonna about tear down 36. the government. <laughs> I'm gonna tear down. That's when the rum cancer will kick in. Wait, before, <laughs> before you tear down the government, I have a gift for y'all. I forgot. Oh, before, before, <laughs> oh before shit! Forget. Is it a trinket? He bought us a present. I Is felt, it a trinket for the table? I felt bad because I kept switching up the that's okay. the time we were about to do this shit. Oh, so. he's giving us merch. Oh, I got he's giving us merch. He's giving us. Oh my goodness dude, gracious! Yes, yo, merch, dude. Let's backspace go. Yo, merch. I'm this hat right They're now. Little, uh, taking this shit off. Bro. I'm wearing it to my business meeting later. Guys, Jake <laughs> just gave us a backspace, backspace merch. They're a little out of season, but I had some left over from the last. To job. everyone listening, we are all now wearing backspace beanies. Yo, everybody, yeah, go. it's a little tight, but What's that's okay. What's the website? I don't have a website yet. Okay, I well, discontinued it because I don't have enough people that want to buy shit yet. Well, shit. Okay, everybody, go buy. Okay, start it back up because DM. we're gonna fucking go out of our way to. Dude, get you go look like Instagram. a cancer patient. Yeah, you really do. Okay, attention, attention. You look like that first that, that first person who who took a scarf and put it on their no, head. No, he, that South Andrew's Park episode where he gets cancer no. Again. You look like that episode of South Park where Cartman gets uh, AIDS <laughs> and he starts wearing a hat and a scarf. <laughs> No, okay, attention all <laughs> listeners. Okay, DM X Jake Jones on Instagram and say, open up 
what is it called? What is this called? Backspace Studios. Open up Black Space. Black Space. <laughs> oh, sorry. Backspace. It's Marcus Studios. Long Dick. Yeah. Okay. Backspace Studios. <laughs> Backspace Studios and get yourself. And Wait, get, no, Marcus Dark Dick. Get Wait, yourself what? a nice, a nice fucking beanie. It's getting out of hand. And tell him to start playing Marcus his game again. Oh my god. Bro. <laughs> Order yourself a beanie, a hat. He's got pants. He's got hoodies. Well, he will. If He's you about to get my. I number. will have shit dropping this summer. He'll have shit dropping this summer, man. Word. All right, man. Yo. Damn, everybody looks Am fly. I, are we in it? I feel I'm so a, elite. Should I go out Instagram? This is elite. This is elite, Jake Jones. It was. Backspace. Dude, I put that shit straight on Conspiracy. my story. That's so dope, Jake. Thank you so much. Of course, bro. But Yo, dude, I do need shit. to know what your favorite animal is, really quick. Favorite animal? Wait. Probably. Probably a jaguar. Oh, is it a liger? Ooh, a stealthy hunter. Yeah. <laughs> you want to wrap it up? Or like this? This to... actually, I changed it. It's the it's the saber tooth tiger from Ice Age. Holy shit! What's his name? Like uh, yeah. Diego. I, for, I, for, I, I forget, but he was a boss. His name was Diego. Yeah, Diego was. Hard. He goes, oh, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jake, I asked you before the podcast. I do just want everybody to to know for sure. What is your favorite dinosaur? Uh, Triceratops, of course. There we go. Cretaceous for sure. You got Dinosaurus it. kind of guy. Yeah, bro. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Do you know what's crazy? The, the Tyrannosaurus Rex lived in an era closer to us than the era of the Stegosaurus. My palms are sweaty. How do you know that for sure? Just uh, like a timeline of a prehistoric timeline. Let me get this. T-Rex versus Stegosaurus. T-Rex versus Stegosaurus. Less time separates march. us Fuck. from the T-Rex than for the T-Rex from the Stegosaurus switch. by about 10 million years. Dude, I don't I don't know how people can say that confidently. Paleontologists, dude. Dude, Paleontologist. I, I understand, but like that's that's such a large thing to say. Like that's a Paleo- bold statement when to was, talk about 10 million years ago. When I true. When Damn, I was like five years crazy. old, I wanted to be a paleontologist. I so it's kind of cool. Dude, so, dude so like when I was young, I really wanted to be a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Me too. So every like I go out on the prowl and <laughs> and I'll walk around, get my arms all short and walk all. I put walk a, all st- big, I put a big bow legged and I walk around jeans. and I roar and then and then my dad <laughs> looked at me. He said, "Andrew, you're 18 years old. Get a fucking job." <laughs> <laughs> Brothers. You stole that from Step Brothers, motherfucker. Hey, that's that's fucking cash. That was funny. still funny. I don't say that. I don't say that. Jake, I am just uh, before we wrap up. I'm just gonna ask you a few random fucking questions, just because I'm like asking random questions to people, man. My head's warm. I gotta take it off. I'm getting. Yeah, I told you out of season. But <laughs> I, don't even I like this hat though. I love this hat. Jake, do you prefer the mountains, the desert, or the beach? Mm. Or the forest. You can only pick one. Well, you can pick as many as you'd like. What would you like to do in each of them? Where? What's your vibe for all of them? You know. I definitely can't choose one because if you choose one, then it gets boring. But things I would do in each of them. If I was in the mountains, I would definitely go zip lining, or do mm. do some kind of. Oh, you know what I want to do? Base I jumping. Want, yep, that's what I was gonna say. Base jumping. Holy shit. That's shit. Looks dangerous that. as hell. But like at some point in my life, I want to do that. Cause like it, in a city. Let's let's go. No, like hey, the, no, 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 let's go be those motherfuckers who ski off the mountain and then go base jumping. Like they, have you seen that yeah. shit? They like ski off the side of a mountain and then they like just flap out wings. Dude, like imagine the adrenaline. Like it's just like skydiving, but like I don't think that's cooler. But imagine if you slip up. 
I mean, yeah, that, YOLO. That's what makes it so cool. Yeah, but yeah, I'll do that in the I'm mountain. A bird. Go down to the desert, rip wait, some wait, ATVs. Wait, 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 Jake, Jake, Jake. Have you heard? Shut the fuck up. Please. Have you heard? Oh, please oh, stop. Oh. Don't burn no. his word. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard. You're the guy to say chicken butt after you ask someone. Like, guess what? Guess what? Guess what, man? I cannot tell you how much of a pet peeve that is. It's of a mine. dad joke. Dude, I used to talk to this bitch, and I would just be like, "Oh, so aggressive what's when up? you talk about women." Dude, red flag. Red that, flag. <laughs> this is why people hate us, dude. Do you know how mean my girlfriend is to me? <laughs> no, because well, a little bit. You don't talk about. She's her. not you that mean. I love yeah, her you death. I die for this you, girl. You, fucking, yeah. Does she listen to this podcast? Does she listen to your podcast? Yeah, she started to after I gave her. Oh, about it. well. <laughs> never mind. I was gonna be like, <laughs> you shouldn't. You better hope she doesn't. She like, doesn't come please across. Please save the it to your playlist, Jonathan. Yeah, dude. What the, the, fuck? the sole reason that she's not coming on is because I know fucking the very first question is gonna be. So what's going on with you and Lena? And I'm not here for that fight. Why are you dealing with this? <laughs> why are you Why are you doing this to yourself? Because I love the girl, man. Right. You love the what? I love her. Why? Because she, we we connect she by fighting all the time by mad. not talking about her to your friends. <laughs> well, Andrew, the same way I, I love and saying like, how mean she is to you. Fucking Andrew and I argue all the time. I'm not just gonna say, oh, I don't want to fucking hang out with Andrew anymore because we argue. Yeah, but the difference is, it's it's it's. You don't build like, a life. We with don't Andrew. have sex. You're not building a life. You're not <laughs> Neither build- did yeah. my girlfriend and I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not building a life with Andrew though. Yes, he is. There I we mean, are, bro. Yeah, this logo is gonna be in a Times Square one day. Yeah. I, well, I hope. Well, I'm, never mind the third grade colors, but fucking dude, this. That really hurt. I'm my about feelings. to make Andrew a million dollars, honestly. <laughs> I'm about to make uh, fucking all of us boys, even Jake Jones, because as soon as I make a billion dollars, I'm giving ten million to Jake just because I can, bro. Let's go. All the boys. The goal is to make to be a centi billionaire, so I can just take care of all the fucking boys in my family. I think centi billionaire. Yeah. Billy, Billy, like okay, whatever. A billion dollars, but centi like the Latin prefix for a hundred. So upwards of a hundred million dollars, a hundred billion dollars. This guy's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Genius in the works. Dude, yeah, I'm I fucking retarded. I just didn't I think about the Latin about. part because it's a dead <laughs> yeah, fucking language. Latin isn't dead. It will teach you everything you need to know about all the romantics. It will teach you everything you need to know about fucking English, about Spanish, about French, about Italian, dude. All these prefixes, suffixes. I'm sorry, I'm not a suffix. It is like the you. mother tongue of the modern world. Latin is a beautiful language. No it one said it's not. Language. Certainly not dead. Dude, look at my fucking hat. I'm about to. I I'm, love this shit I'm so much. I'm about to much, post Jake. this this hat on our story right now. I already did, dude. You already did it. Yeah. On Snapchat. Yeah. I'm doing it on Instagram. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, let's wrap it up because I gotta I gotta go do stuff. Oh, true, true, true. Well, one last shot for the cast. Yeah, pour me one. Oh, okay. Well, um, I, dude, I do want like just two to five more minutes of this. Jake, hit us with one more monologue. All right, before I choice. before I do the monologue, Jake Jones is not condoning any of the actions done in this podcast. Jake Jones does not drink alcohol. Jake <laughs> I'm, Jones, I'm it's okay. There's, the there's, already, there's already a viewer discretion in our description. All right, viewer discretion is advised. Jake Jones is a safe man. Anyway. <laughs> and all prior podcasts have nothing to do with his beliefs. Anyway, all people listening, make sure you chase your dreams. Make sure you pursue them with everything you got in your body. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Do what feels right in your gut. Stay vigilant. Stay dangerous. You know you know the vibes. Jake Jones, you killed and it stay today. Stay hungry. As always, guys, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, 
what is it? Apple Podcasts? Sure, why not? Apple Podcasts, Google Play. <laughs> We're also on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to follow us on Can't Take a Joke Pod. Thanks, guys. If you made it this far, you're fucking true, bro. We love you. I'd like guys, seriously. My spirit animal. Again, make sure you check out Backspace Studios. Get some sweet merch. I'm telling you, Jake handed me this hat. It's fucking top quality. The engraving, uh, that's what I'm going to call it. The engraving is top notch. Seriously, go check this out. I'm going to be checking out more merch. Um, also, be sure to check out his YouTube channel, Jake Jones, as well as uh, his Instagram, Visionary Worldwide. Media? Yes, sir. Let's go. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. I love you. Peace.